Hi, I'm Aaron, and welcome to the Slim, Finny, and Biggie Committee podcast, where me and my best friends, Danny and Matt, take a deep dive into hip-hop, the genre that has formed an integral part of our lives. Please like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram at the underscore Slim, Fitty, Biggie Committee, and stay tuned for any upcoming podcast news. Coming up on today's show, we have something a little bit different. We have our very own hip-hop draft where we take turns picking out top five hip-hop artists. The question is, though, who do you have in your list and who did we miss? But without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the Slim Fitty B-Committee Hip-Hop Draft. So it's something a little bit different uh, this week. So this week we're going to choose our top five rappers and a producer um, in our list, and we're going to take turns picking our list but we've got something different today we've thrown in a couple of curveballs so we'll we'll read out the list of people we can choose from because we've got a list that we came together and decided on but the difference in our draft is that you can steal and block so each person will get one steal and one block if you use your block the other person does not lose their steal so you can Everyone will be able to steal a rapper or a producer from someone else. We thought it might add a bit of flair. Danny's upset. He might crack it at some point, so be warned. <laughs> but thinking, thinking about it right now, I see a major flaw in this, in this system, and I'm going to exploit it. Okay. Well, I'd love to see how you do it, Danny, to be honest. But before this podcast, we also did literally a minute ago, we rolled. Uh, Danny rolled for us. And because uh, he's got some dice at his house, somehow Matt and I don't have any dice. But Matt came out on top, so he's going first. He got a six. I got a five, and coming going second. And Danny's rearing the back, lucky last. So yeah, that's that's the picking order: Matt, Aaron, then Danny. Um, and you can only steal or block straight away, so you can't just randomly choose to steal or block later in in the draft so you've got to figure it out as we go does that make sense that makes perfect sense you've explained that beautifully as always (laughs) (laughs) now i want danny to explain the major flaw in the system (laughs) no no no, that's i'm holding that back i just thought about it and i'm using it as a strategy oh okay i'm not telling you guys shit Uh, i think i know what he's gonna do but um yeah, well, so there's a flaw in the system, and you you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but I guess the 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 first thing we should do is read out the rappers. To be honest, I'm just happy that I don't have to do any uh, what's it called transitions today. Yeah, true. Yeah, because I get destroyed every podcast by Danny on transitions. So it's <laughs> nice to have a break. All right, so alphabetically, these are the rappers we are choosing from. So if you want to write this down at home as well, figure out who you want to choose. We'll go rappers and producers. We've got uh, 18 rappers that we're choosing from, and then we've got uh, eight producers. So we'll have uh, five left off at the end uh, making our lists. So for rappers, we've got Tupac, 50 Cent, Andre 3000. Big L, Big Pun, Biggie, Sci High, The Prince, Eminem, Ice Cube, Jay Z, Kendrick Lamar, 
Lil Kim, Method Man, Nas, Prodigy, Rakim, Snoop Dogg, and The Game. And then as producers, we've got Apollo Brown, DJ Premier, Dr. Dre, Havoc, Just Blaze, Kanye West, P. Diddy, and The Rizza. And that's our list. Yeah, I'm excited. It is a good list. You can easily find a top five in there. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have the best five, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, at the end, our listeners can vote for the best one. So we'll let we'll, we'll post them on Instagram and people can vote for the best one. Um, but, yeah, I think we're just excited to see who we start to pick and why. Yeah. And I just want to, like, predict that um, uh, I just feel that Matt is going to have a very unique list and me and Aaron are going to be fighting more than we're going to be fighting with you, Matt. Like, I think you're going to have an easier time of it. And I yeah. feel like um, me and Aaron are going to be butting heads. Just a little bit, potentially. The other thing that we did discuss is you can choose era appropriate. So, for example, you can choose Eminem and you can decide which era Eminem you want. So you can, if you want to, choose the era that you want your artist from. So... That way you actually make your artist stronger by choosing your favourite. So that's another thing we've thrown in there. Revival era baby. I can't remember if it was, I think it was Kamikaze, but like I love that part where he's like, revival didn't go viral. <laughs> Such a good All right. Story. All right, Matt, you're going to have plenty of time to talk about Eminem. Yeah. But um. You're, you're first, so why don't you kick this off? Who is the first draft pick? Draft pick number one. There's, it's a great honour being number one draft pick. It is a great honour. Now, this is what I'm thinking. Do I pick a producer or do I pick a, a rapper first? Because obviously we only can pick one producer. Um, and I'm scared about Danny's flaw in the system. So... Um... <laughs> I'd really like to know his Rain Man, what he's doing. Um, yeah. But oh, I've got to do it. I've just got to pick my main man. Got to pick Nas. Got to do it. <laughs> You're not picking Nas, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> and he's gonna that. confuse, that's going to confuse the listeners so much that you yeah. picking Nas is a joke. Like, yeah. that would be a genuine pick for most people, and you're just joking. Like, that's ridiculous that I would pick Nas. <laughs> so, who are you picking, Matt? No, officially? I'm going to pick Eminem, officially. Got to pick my OG. Are you Eminem expecting a steal here? Eminem is out of the running. I'm not expecting a steal here. Yeah, you're not going to get one. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to steal. Oh, I'm so excited. No. All right, podcast over for me, guys. I've got my uh, my list. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was, did we mention anything about picking a rapper more than once? Yeah, for you, you can pick the same rapper over and over again. That's fine. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. So, like, I could have, like, Relapse Era, Mushmathers LP Era, some <laughs> shady. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I've got more on the list than I want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying an error either. Just, just Eminem. Just yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't have to. And why? What? I, I know. It's strange that you're picking Eminem first. Like, why are you picking Eminem as your number one draft? Um, 
just because he's my favorite rapper of all time and I want him in my list. I just think he is a very diverse rapper and I like listening to him. What makes him better than every single other rapper that ever existed in human history? Because you picked him so easily. Like, you don't have any qualms about Eminem. Like, you joked about Nas, one of the greats, and then, like, you clearly were always going to choose Eminem. Every podcast you bring up Eminem. So what is it that brings him to that this next is level. finally your platform like we we dance around it every podcast but now you get to fully profess your <laughs> love for this man <laughs> well this is a little bit of a little bit of a spoiler for our upcoming episode but he was the reason that i got into hip-hop he was the artist who i listened to first so immediately I associate hip-hop with Eminem. And there is an element of nostalgia about him, given that he was my first rapper I listened to, followed closely by the great man himself, 50 Cent. Um, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Don't reveal um, your cards too soon, mate. But, uh, yeah, I might choose him for you. Oh, I might block that shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like he's he's just... He's just a goat because he, like I said before, he's so diverse. Like every every album he's released is is different, and some are far different from the previous one or even the next one. So it's like he he's never done the same thing. Whereas you know, for a lot of rappers out there, possibly even some on the list that we have, you could say that a lot of their body of work is is similar. Um, so. No, I just think he's he's very different. He's very unique. He's obviously lyrically one of the best. Um, he always pays homage to the greats. Um, he he's not afraid to. I'm try. not afraid. <laughs> he's not afraid to try new things in music, and I love how open and honest he is about his opinions of hip hop and like just not just of hip hop, just of like um, global matters and issues. Like I, I, I feel like you can connect to him as an artist because he like speaks his mind on things, and you can tell he's telling the truth. He's not like putting like a, a, a fake like facade up. Like that's his celebrity side. Like I feel like what you see is what you get, and I think that makes me like him even more. So it's not just about the music for me. It's also about like him as a person and what he, I guess what he's also done for hip hop. He, he has changed the game. I think that's in the words of Danny G. Um, <laughs> I think most people have said he's changed the game. Yeah. 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 He is the Elvis um, of hip hop. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't really argue with that to be honest. No. I mean, yeah, I definitely went through my Eminem phase like, and I was, there was a time, I'm not going to lie, there was a time in my life where Eminem was my favourite rapper of all time. And I'm not ashamed to say it, and I think he's genuinely one of the best ever. The only reason why I'm not stealing is because I just feel like he hasn't aged well. in my, Like, his early stuff is still classic. I'm saying that as he's developed as a rapper and the and the shit he's produced out produced later you know the albums 
even even encore stuff like revival is obviously atrocious just just overall i think he has declined as a rapper and and i can't get that out of my head so he he's definitely declined for me and i wouldn't put him on my list but i would never ever you know shame anyone for loving eminem because he is one of the best yeah i would agree like i just i just know for an absolute fact that it means way more to Matt to have Eminem on his list than it means to me. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and and like, yeah, it just wouldn't like it was just be it would just be weird for me to try and steal Matt's Eminem when that is literally all he talks about. Yeah. Like, none of we I don't think either you or I have mentioned Eminem in any of our references in any podcast. So I I, um, I have mentioned him, but only like to egg Matt on because I know it's going to get something yeah. out of him. <laughs> Do you know what? This shouldn't be the Slim Fitty Biggie Committee. This should be the Biggie Fitty and Slim Committee. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got our names mixed up because I'm slim apparently. And yeah. Uh, should, yeah. But that's yeah. that's a story for another time, I think. Yeah, so, that is a story another for another time. We talk about our origin story. Yeah, true. Yeah. But but well, quick, real, hang on, real quick. I think you should probably, Matt, Best album, best song, I reckon. You reckon? Yeah. What, hit us with best Eminem album, best Eminem song. Uh, best Eminem album, again, goes for nostalgia. Like, I, first, I'd like to defend Eminem on Danny's uh, disgusting comment uh, that he just made about him not aging like a fine wine. I think <laughs> he, I disagree. I think he has aged like a fine wine. He has, um, like, his, his earlier stuff is definitely classic, but – as he has the great man said himself, give it twenty years, and you know, music to be murdered by a kamikaze might be considered classic. So it's like, a classic is something that I think a part of it is is defined by time. Um, but um, you know, I, I also understand when people say, you know, oh well, kamikaze isn't as good as the first Marshall Mathers LP. I, I can see like how why they would say that, and I'm not like disagreeing with them, my, my point to them is this. Well, that album was made at a specific time when specific events were going on in his life and in the world around him that made that album possible. Whereas now it's it's just a different um, life for him now as an artist and as a person and <clears throat> the things that are happening in the world aren't the same. So it would be very hard to replicate an album that everyone holds in such high regard because, I mean, that's essentially essentially what they want him to do. Um, and that's not to say that he can't make a classic album based on, like, current events. I'm sure he can. And that's where I'm saying, well, maybe it's just time that we need to allow the listeners to digest what he has produced and and form a, um, a, a more rounded opinion. Um, I, I don't know. I, I could just be... I, I could just be talking shit, but, like, that's genuinely yeah. how I feel. You definitely are, but, yeah, go on. <laughs> um, but in saying that, I'm not going to pick um, an album from his recent, more recent body of work um, purely because I – it has to be come down to nostalgia. Like, I, I love one of his earlier albums. In fact, one of the his first album that I listened to. Um, I don't know if either of you boys know this, actually. but Yeah, Eminem Show. It was the Eminem show. Mm. So the Eminem show is by far my favorite Eminem album. Um, 
I'm that's just crazy look- to me, by the way. That's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just looking through the track list now and yeah, it's just like, it just brings back so many memories. I'm just like, this is awesome. Um, Can you objectively say that's a better album than Marshall Mathers LP then? <laughs> it's fair enough. It's your favorite. That's absolutely fine. I, can no, see I, can't, I can't objectively say it's better than Marshall Mathers LP. No. And I, I think Eminem would probably even disagree with me in saying that the Eminem show is a better album. I'm just saying that's my favorite album. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, my favorite the interesting song. Thing, the interesting thing that we keep going back to is that we're talking about the first thing that he ever did and there is no way you would ever consider Kamikaze as in his best work. No. No, but that's the but thing that, about Kamikaze. That goes towards my theory that he has not aged well and just the quality of his music is not up to the Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP era. It's definitely, that's definitely the case. Yeah, What's but, your favourite song from the Marshall Mathers LP too, Matt? Um, from that album, my favourite song. See, you know, it's funny when you when you talk about an album. I think it, may, it takes me back to a time. So that album it reminds me of, for some reason, sitting at Danny's place playing Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. And like on like going to like the golf course and playing golf and shit, which was like yeah. We loved even more than the fucking game itself, even though the game was legendary. But like, I also remember for some reason always going to play golf. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. But now that you say it, geez, that was the best golf in GTA Five. We ate that <laughs> shit up. Um, but I'm looking through the track list now, and my favorite song from that album um, is probably. This is this is good uh, podcasting. This is good podcasting. Sorry, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry for the delay. It's probably going to have to go to Bad Guy, um, the first track, which is obviously the um, sequel to um, Stan. And just but because, yeah, my argument is that you would never consider Bad Guy in the best songs. If you had to pick best twenty songs ever by Eminem, there is no way Bad Guy would be in there. And that's the best of Marshall Mathers LP too, according to you. So if that's the best, then you have to say it's been a steady decline. Like he's nowhere near what he was. And age has probably not given him what he would want out of his career. I see what you're saying, but I I, I appreciate him for like, yeah, I, I I just, I'm just a fan. Like I'm a fan boy, so it's like yeah. I appreciate. And love, love is blind, as they say. <laughs> no, I just appreciate. And also everything. death. <laughs> <laughs> Even revival. Like I was listening to revival um, the other day, and like Walk on Water, Believe, like two great tr- tracks. Untouchable, very relevant now, especially with what's going on um, over in America. Yeah, but quality wise, it doesn't sound pleasant to listen to those songs. So. We're going to go back and forth about this yeah. forever. Well, we shouldn't um, spend yeah, we shouldn't spend this long on one particular artist for any of us. But I just thought for this one, for the big dog, yeah. for Matt, that he's yeah. God, the rap God himself, Eminem. Give, well, give him a and, little, give him a little time. Give him and little for time. the and for the number one draft pick. So yeah. fair enough. And, and for the but greatest Matt, of all time. Yeah. Yeah, but just quickly, you didn't answer my other question. Just quickly, favorite song. Go. Yeah, I know. My favourite song is, is simply from the Marshall Mathers LP. And it is the big track number five, which is Who Knew? 
Wow. That's a mm. deep cut. That's a deep cut. I like What does that mean? I like that too. A deep cut is like, you know, it's not your first choice. It's not like one of the first things that ones. comes to mind, like the real slim shady or stand, like the big ones. You're going for a deep cut that not not many people would pick. Yeah. I just think it's a really funny song and I just think it's like really like introspective or reflective, whatever you call it, on his behalf after coming out and be- being such a big hit and then him like making a song about not knowing that he could ever get this big and like the impact that he'd have on like other people's lives. I think that's really cool. Anyway, your favourite song, boys? <laughs> Is this uh, going to be an Eminem podcast? No, no, you just choose favourite song, just just go the uh, the actual person who picks. Okay. Otherwise, we'll be debating this forever. Okay. But but pick number one was Eminem first. He's the number one draft wait, pick. Wait, wait. I actually want to say my answer now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, for me, this is going to be the, my main segment of talking. Yeah. No, I just want to quickly say role model. That's all I'm going to say. Eminem, Ooh. role model, favorite song of all time. Really, role yeah. model. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Now you can continue. <laughs> uh, now I feel left out. All right, go on. Oh God. I see. The problem is I wasn't prepared. I know. I know. Uh, um. Jesus Christ. Uh, Aaron, I gave you the chance to just go with your pick, and now you bloody yeah, dug a hole for yourself. Now you got to think of a song you don't even like and say that's what it is. <laughs> that's true uh, <laughs> nah, I'm not going to lose, lose yourself um, can I just say it's it's going to be a comment but I love Forgot About Dre featuring well him. okay I'll, I'll allow it I'll allow it it's not really yeah. an Eminem song but I'll allow it well he did write it but you know <laughs> yeah well it's a Dr. Dre song but yeah whatever I said favourite Eminem song <laughs> well I'm doing it Forget about Dre. No, it's a good um, answer. It's a good answer. Yeah, all right. Well. Pick number two. I'm going to go for the notorious B.I.G. Steel. And I'm going to block that. I knew you'd do it. I knew you'd do it. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm going to Yeah. No, you see what I've done. Now I yeah, have, he's now opened I have, me up. Yeah, I have free reign on any other pick that he has now. That's the floor in the system, and he can't block anything now. So what's the point of block? Nah, just because I, I wanted Biggie first. So yeah, I'm gonna take. So Biggie to me um, is undisputedly one of the best of all time, if not the best of all time, and taken way before his time was due. I always have the question of. I wonder what his career would have turned out to be. Like it always fascinates me because it could have gone, you know, downhill like the way of 50 Cent's career in the sense that it lit after his first album, 50 Cent had the massacre and then it kind of just nothing happened after that. But because Biggie had some classics in his second album, but he also had some stinkers in there as well. So, um, yeah, I, I was just interested. But Biggie to me, he got me into, you know, actual 100% lyricism. His flow is so smooth and it just feels effortless. And I love listening to rappers who make it seem effortless. He also can tell a story, which I love story raps. He just had it all. And 
He's also East Coast, and we all know East Coast is more my type of vibe. So it kind of just all packages into the one. Yeah. I, I th- when you were saying, like, what he what kind of road he would have gone down, like, um, I think he could have been a Jay-Z kind of person. He could have been, like, a big, you know, business mogul kind of run the game. Mm. He could have gone down that road as well. I think he could have gone down the road of, like, more pop, rap, like just you know the more the juicy big papa route of you know yeah. mainstream appeal and he could have gone many directions but his his talent was undeniable that that's yeah. one thing for sure he just had the potential there the whole way through and his voice was so unique yeah in that way yeah and he was the king like undeniably he was the king of new york like yeah at the height of east coast Versus West Coast, he was the dude. He was the man leading everyone, and like he was undisputed. He was undisputed. Yeah. He was the king of New York, and all the best rappers were coming out of New York at the time, and he was the king. And that's why I love it. That's why I've chosen Biggie. So my favorite album and my favorite song had come from different albums. Yeah, and I think I know what your favorite song is. No, oh, I could be wrong. Actually, you you probably will. I think it's your favorite song too. Yeah. Yeah, so it is the one and only "Kick in the Door." Yeah, that is Kick my favorite the song. Way, four, four. Oh, your heart was Papa do hit me no more. And just that beat by Primo, boom, 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 boom. Ah, oh, mm-hmm. love it. Um, but yeah, "Life After Death" is not my favorite album. "Ready to Die," his first one, nineteen ninety four. That's my favorite album. I think it's more solid from start to finish. But "Kick in the Door" is my favorite song. It just is an undeniable classic. It has such a good hook. It has like an amazing beat. It has the lyricism. It has everything that you would want. It's one of the best songs ever made, I reckon. So that's what what happens. Biggie's my number one pick. Yeah. And kicking the door reminds me of Aaron's primo Ford Falcon picking me up. I'm just cruising. That's that's the that's the Ford Falcon song. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> that was his, that was his go-to song. That was like you loved a bit of kicking the door in your car. I just remember whenever I hear that that beat, I'm just like, "Yep, that's Aaron's car." Yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely he was in my he would have been in my top five for sure. So that's that's a blow for me. What about you, Matt? Um, see, I'm in this weird place with Tupac and Biggie because like. Well, don't give too I, much away. Don't give too much away. Yeah, yeah I just want to know if you would have chosen him. I'm not giving him. too much away, but, like, I put them in the list because they're they're up on this, like, pedestal as, like, the greatest rappers of all time. But, like, I don't think I've listened to either of their al- – like, a complete album from either of them ever. Really? Like, I've, I've, I've dabbled in, like, songs here and there. And, like, I obviously know the story, but, like – and, and what they've done for, like, hip-hop is obviously, like, undeniable. Like, they're huge, but, like, they're, they're icons. But, like, are they, like, do – my question is, do people just put them in the list because, oh, yeah, Big In Tupac? Like, or do they actually believe that they're, like, the two greatest rappers of all time? I think there would be a bit of both. I think some people who probably don't know hip-hop that well would feel obliged to put them in just because of what – they meant to hip hop. Yeah. Because like if you if your bench doesn't bat deep in terms of who you know, 
like what do, what do people know they know your 50 cents they know your two packs they know your m&ms your doc you like dr dre's your biggies and then who do they know they don't they kind of lose a little bit of the the others in a sense so m&m biggie and two pack probably the three biggest names in hip-hop ever yeah and that says something like the impact that they have left after they've been gone that's got to speak to them being deserving of a top five spot surely yeah Eminem's not gone yet, mate. Don't uh, don't wish him away. Man, I wasn't talking about him. I'm talking about Tupac and Biggie, mate. Don't get defensive, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know, they're they're good, but just like were they as big as Fifty Cent when he came out on his debut See, album? Yeah. That, That's but it's that, interesting that you're you've brought up Biggie and Tupac in that kind of like oh I don't really know if both of them deserve to be. Because I haven't heard much. Because to be honest, I thought you were picking Tupac, and now I'm not so sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like they're going to be give... on most. No, I'm not going to give it away. They're going to be on most people's lists. But it's just like I wonder, like, because we weren't around or we weren't like fans of hip hop when they were at their prime. We don't know how big they were. Like, were they like? as big as I just made the comparison to 50 Cent when he came out. Like, were was there, like, an enormous amount of hype specifically around the, just those two artists in hip-hop at the time? Because there was a lot of other, like, hip-hop artists doing cool shit at that time. Like, did people... I would say yes. I would say yes. Yeah. They were just as big. They honest. were the biggest thing. They were the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, if, if I, I could flip that on its head and turn around and say, if they were the biggest thing and they had the people that we're talking about like also there at their prime and they were still the biggest who was the biggest other than 50 cent at his prime you know what i mean so who did 50 cent compete against to get that clout probably like biggie and tupac competed against each other and they still held their own so yeah i feel like it would you might be being a bit harsh but uh, no, but there, there there are probably artists and eras where there there are artists who don't have anyone to compete with. Like Eminem and 50 Cent didn't weren't competing with anyone when they came out. They were they were miles ahead of the game of anyone. Like no one they, everyone was competing with them, but they weren't competing with everyone else. They were just so far ahead. So I'm wondering if Tupac yeah, and Biggie that, were Does that um, speak so far. that kind of speaks against Eminem and 50 Cent that they had no competition. Whereas Biggie and Tupac had lots of competition. And yeah. still came out ahead. True, true. Good point. Good point. Good discussion. I like Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny. Yeah. Your first pick. All right. And I'm preparing myself for a block, even though you probably didn't even want this person in the first place. But it will come as no surprise that my Dr. first. John. No. Right. Everyone knows your picks are set in stone, man. Mine are yeah. up for the day. Um, no, but this one's not. This one, 100%, Prodigy of Mob Deep. Ooh, who's going to block? Who's going to steal? Uh, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm sitting here waiting for the steal. Yeah, I'm going to steal. Obviously. Because, yeah. But do you see the flaw in the system? I do. But... I'm blocking. Great. Yeah. Now, I want to say this because now I have free reign on you and Matt, and you have yeah. free reign on me. Um, 
Matt has, still has a block and a steel available. Yeah, yeah. but what I'm going to propose is that we don't have to steal. <laughs> even, though, even though the option is there, I'm going to propose that stealing <laughs> does not have to happen. <laughs> I agree that it doesn't have to happen. It depends who you pick. Okay, okay. okay. All, our, all our young listeners, stealing is bad. <laughs> but it is gangster. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying that because I'm scared. I'm very scared, and that's why I'm saying that, because I'm very protective like of my picks. Yeah, but that's good. I'm glad you're scared. I'm glad. Yeah. No, no, okay. Thank you. All right. Oh, I can't even block. Oh, no. I've only been thinking about Aaron, but. Matt has free reign on on me too. Both, both of us, yeah. Oh no, I'm just easy pickings now. <laughs> you, some might say you're slim pickings. Oh, I knew you were going to say yeah. that. That's good. That's good, actually. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Thanks anyway. for the support. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, prodigy of mob deep. It was. It was like. It was a lock. It was an absolute lock. He's my favorite rapper of all time. Just for the fact that you know. He he does the one thing. He does this one thing. He does that grimy street shit. He does this one thing, but he does it better than anyone else has ever done it. That thing that he's good at, that thing that he's the best at, is the one thing that I love more than anything else in hip-hop. So that is why, hands down, he is my favourite rapper of all time. I'm not going to even say that, you know, he is... I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant to say he is the best rapper of all time. What I'm always, always comfortable saying, he's my favourite. I'm not going to say he's greatest of all time. But what I am comfortable saying is that during the period of 1995 to 1996, he was the best rapper alive. I'm going to say that. Because... 1995 was the infamous, and 1996 was Hell on Earth. Just insanely top quality albums, and he was at the peak of his powers. And the thing about that is, 95-96, everyone was at the peak of their powers. Tupac, Biggie, you know, everyone out of Wu-Tang, just all these people that are in our draft, everyone was at their peaks. And for me, Prodigy was the best rapper alive at that time. Even just, bigger than Biggie? I'm not saying he was bigger. I'm saying he was the best rapper alive. Biggie was more famous for sure. But for me, Biggie could not out-rap Prodigy in, in those years. Prodigy would have murdered him. Prodigy would have absolutely murdered him. Biggie is turning in his grave as we speak. No, I think he's given props to We Prodigy. will never get... Biggie on this podcast because of you, Danny. <laughs> Why are you setting up this feud between me and Biggie? I love Biggie. You stole my you stole my Biggie. No, you hate East Coast. That's very clear. Why why yeah. are you making these why are you making these silly jokes? That doesn't even make <laughs> sense. It doesn't even it make does. sense that I hate East Coast when my favorite rapper of all time is Prodigy. He's trying to wind you up. <laughs> I know, yeah, but it, it makes no like sense. It. it just makes no sense. <laughs> That's because you always wind me up. I'm trying to have a go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you got to work on it, Aaron. Um, yeah, I'm trying. But, uh, yeah, so it was a lock for me, and 
Like, even though I, I, I went first pick with him, I'm, I'm relatively confident that Matt would have never picked him. Am I right in saying that, Matt? You're absolutely correct. Yeah. And, and maybe Aaron would have picked him, but I doubt I would have, it. I would have picked him at some point. I wouldn't have picked him first. Really? You would put yeah. Prodigy of Mob Deep in your personal top five rappers of all time? Well, purely based on the Infamous and Hell on Earth yeah. uh, albums, I would feel comfortable to have him in my top five, purely based on the fact that lyrically he's hard to go past. Yeah. Well, I didn't know you had that uh, such a strong opinion that you have Prodigy in your top five. See, the thing is, he's not my favourite rapper, but I respect the skill enough to go he could be in the top five. He'd be in the discussion. Oh, I, I feel sure. like you're not strong. I feel like you're not stronger on it. Like, is he is he in your top five rappers of all time, regardless of this hip hop draft? At the moment, he's not. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But but maybe but in in the... in this draft he would be, depending on who gets picked. So I would have. That's what I'm saying. I probably would have picked him at some point. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, I was just like, that's why I was kind of hesitant to go first with him. Because I know that, you know, there's not going to be really any big competition over him. But I just want to put my foot down and say that this is my favourite rapper of all time and no one can have him except for me. Favourite album and favourite track. Yeah. All right. Favourite album is, is, you know, it's always um, controversial when you say that your favourite album of Mob Deep is Hell on Earth. And that is my favourite album because, you know, yes, the infamous has, you know, the classics, the absolute hip-hop top five of all time songs in Shook Ones Part 2 and Survival of the Fittest. But just Hell on Earth from front to back is just no skippable tracks. Almost every song is five stars and Prodigy is at the top of his game. I think he is even better lyrically on Hell on Earth than he was on The Infamous just a year before. And The Infamous, he was he was insane. But my favourite song is obviously Shook Ones Part 2 because that is just possibly the number one hip-hop song of all time in my books. Well, Danny, you know the the whole first verse in Shook One's part two off by heart. Oh yeah. But I know I know maybe ten songs, ten prodigy verses off by heart. I know Survival of the Fittest. I know Drop a Gem on him. I know Right Back At You. I know Shook Ones. I know heaps of his verses front to back because I've listened to him so much. So when we say that he's literally your favorite rapper, we mean your he's your favorite rapper. Oh yeah. And I, I will yeah, I will sing his praises you know to anyone who wants to have a conversation with me because i i don't think he gets the props he deserves and i'm also one of those people who was like i was his biggest fan before he passed away and now it's like it's almost like more you know it's okay yeah it's okay to be like yeah he was underrated like he was one of the best it's okay to say that now but I don't think as many people were saying that before he passed away. And I was giving him his roses before he passed away, and I'm proud of that. Anyway. I like it. Yeah. That's my number one. Matt, who's your number two 
pick. My number two pick. Given that you neither of you can steal or block me. Yeah, <laughs> we can steal. Matt we can steal. No, we can't. Well, he'll have to use his block. I, I don't have any steals left, do you? Yeah, you do. I used mine. No, you only used it if you if you actually got to steal. What? So you can steal steal one of mine and I can still steal one of yours. Oh, but we just but, can't block oh, it. Oh, so if I steal one of Matt's and he blocks, he then, I, block. then I just lose. No, because Matt just loses a block, but you still have a steal left. Oh, okay, no, no, okay, you, I see. Yeah, yeah, that no, makes sense. Yeah, your steal has to be successful. Ah, so he's still not safe. I like that. No. That's good. Yeah. That's good. No, I, can, I can block whatever you try and steal from me. Yes, but then I yeah, can but just then steal he again. opens it up. Not yeah, if I, yeah but not, yeah, but not if I like. So whoever I pick now, if I really want them, I can just block and then. Yes, you have yeah. one yeah. block, but then yeah. you are open season, baby. Open. Yeah. We're season. open for business. No, not open season. Oh, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> what's open season? <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just looking through your lists, boys. I'm thinking, oh, how can I be a dirty dog? How can I be a nasty dog? <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want us to be nasty. I want us I'm to just yeah. pick out. <laughs> I want to pick our favourites and be nice friends. Aaron, it is just so easy. It is just so easy. <laughs> I should take lessons from you, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing a better job than you at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no, nah, I'm not going to play nasty. I'm just going to play to who I want. My next pick is a producer, and he is the one and only Joss Blue. No, nah, uh, Doctor. Oh. Yeah. Wait, but, say it again. Like, what? Who is it really? It's really Dr. Dre. It's It's got to be Dr. Dre. My first pick's Eminem. Natural choice next is Dr. Dre. Yeah. Why Dr. Dre? Because in my opinion... No, no, no. no. Hold on. you got to give the opportunity to steal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. So, interesting. Danny. I don't know if I want to use it now. This is very Think interesting. Think very strategically. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna steal. Oh, so what am I gonna do? Am I gonna let him have it, or am I gonna block that shit? <laughs> what do you boys think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're nasty. Nah, you're nasty. I, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to play this steal block rule. Nah, I'm shitty now. No, nah, I'm not gonna talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a blockosaurus rex. Thank God for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, okay. imagine if I didn't and then Danny had to end up with Dr. Dre as his producer. How yeah. terrible would that be? Now, can I, yeah. can I I feel like Aaron can't steal now. Yeah, I won't steal. No. Okay, good. good. You can't. Otherwise, that would have fucked me right up. Um, yeah. yeah, but I don't want uh, Dre anyway. Yeah, I know. Dre's probably one of the shittest producers of yeah, all time. you got to forget about Dre, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm just joking, of course, because Dre is the best producer we have compiled of all of them. Um, but yeah, no, I picked him because he is a, a beast and, um, I really like his West Coast sound. West Coast is me. That's, that's the sound I like. So of course, yeah. like my natural choice was going to be Dr. Dre. Like I love banging beats I love gangster sound. I love like the G funk stuff that he 
like broke out doing like, yeah, I just, he's, he is the best producer of all time in my opinion. Mm. Like not only and, is he, oh, do you want to keep going? No, go, go, go. I just want to say that like, not only is he like one of the best producers, like beat maker wise, but he, the, his ability to develop talent is like almost unmatched. He yeah. he took Eminem under his wing when he was nothing. He took Fifty Cent. He took Snoop Dogg. He took Kendrick Lamar. He he took the game. Like he is responsible for the biggest stars hip hop has ever had, and he is heavily yeah. heavily one of the reasons why all of them are as big as they are now. I would say it's a big part of the reason they're that big. Yeah, which is why it's a strong pick for this draft because like you've got one of the, you know, to be able to bring your whole team together, um, all your draft picks. I mean, Dr. Dre is certainly one of the ones who can do that. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. Um, do, you have a, do you have a favourite album of his and, and song that he's produced? Yeah, I do have a favourite album. Um, and the favorite album, this might surprise, this will surprise both of you, but again, I'm all about nostalgia, relates to um, Compton, his most recent album. That is my favorite Dr. Dre album. No way. I'm not saying objectively that is the best album. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's my favorite album because when I purchased my vehicle, my very first vehicle uh, when I was living in Melbourne, I remember going to that dealership. I'd, I'd been to JB Hi-Fi with one of you boys or by myself in Southland and I had purchased Compton, the actual album, like the CD album. This is before, obviously, I had like Apple Music and all that stuff. So like I remember specifically going out, buying the album when it was released, super excited, not listening to it like when I got home or anything like that because I knew that the very first album I wanted to listen to on my new car was Dr. Dre's new album. Um, so... Yeah, I remember like um, going, picking up my car and like I picked it up with mum because obviously like I had to get there because I didn't have transport to get to the dealership Um, because it was all the way out in Mornington and then drove home and then I I think it was, I didn't actually listen to it on the drive home um, because um, I think someone was with me in the car and I I didn't want someone to be with me unless like they appreciated it. Was it your mum that was in the car? Probably, no, but she drove as well. So someone, or maybe, I don't know. Anyway, someone was with me in the car, so I didn't listen to it. Then when I got home, I went to bed, blah, blah, blah. Then I had work at the pool the next day. But I said to Sam, because um, we were dating at that point, and I said, oh, I'll come so and pick Sam you up. Is, Sam is your girlfriend. Just Correct. Just so that Correct. the audience knows. Correct. Why, why do you need so, to clarify that, that it's not his boyfriend? <laughs> no, but no. Just, we haven't about that we haven't we, we've never mentioned it. sam yeah i think yeah. people can can get that <laughs> <laughs> but anyway she um i said i'd pick her up so I, I drove to her place and picked her up and on the drive there i started the album and i just remember playing the intro and like hearing that like um um you know the statistics about compton and like it was really setting the tone and then um that second track talk about it and like it starts off with 
I don't give no fucks. And then it's just like, it just bangs. It just goes straight into it. It's like, oh, this is, this is hard as, and like then genocide. And then it's all on me all in a day's work, dark side. Like, and it just had, and that's the other thing because I'm so West coast, it had all the OG West coast people on there. Um, yeah, I just, I'm looking through the track list and there isn't really a song that I would, I would skip. Like they're all just amazing. Um, and I know that Dre doesn't sound like, cause he, 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 the ghost writer, uh, for him, whoever it was, I think I heard somewhere or read somewhere that they don't think they represented Dre well. Um, like lyrically it didn't sound like Dre, um, or even sonically actually. Cause I remember when I first I was like, Oh, is that Dre then? Or in some parts of the album, I was like, is that Dre rapping now? Um, he did sound a bit different, but that doesn't take away from the fact that I really enjoyed this particular album. And again, it comes back to like the era that I, I live in. And I like that was released in an era where I was into hip hop. So like the other two albums, obviously they're classics, no doubt. And I would probably even go 2001 over The Chronic. But, yeah, I know objectively <laughs> a lot more people would be like, nah, The Chronic is obviously his best album. I get that. Um, but, yeah, for me, Compton is my favourite album. And my favourite song um, comes from 2001. Um, and it is probably still Dre, I'd have to say. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah, I just, I just like, obviously forgot about Dre, Aaron's favourite Eminem song that Eminem features in. And that's great. I love that. The next episode is another one that a lot of people would say. Like, but for me, it's it comes down to that um, that beat, which isn't even a Dre beat. Or it is, but the I think it is. But the piano actually is a Scott Staunch. Um, I think it's a, actually, I think it's a Scott Staunch instrumental. I don't think it's a Dre instrumental, but like that instrumental paired with Dre and Snoop Dogg. It's just like, yeah, it's gangsterized. So um, I'm all for that. And special shout out to The Watcher because that was another song that I um, absolutely yeah. love. Yeah. Um, so you, yeah. you say all of that, but like, does any any song on Compton compare to Still Dre, Forgot About Dre, The Watcher, Explosive, like to any songs on Compton compared to those? Um, it's different. It's a different, like, yeah, it's just from a different era. It's a different sound. You can tell, like, Compton sounds like, you know how you were saying um, from kind of linguists, like it sounds like a, or not, it feels like a movie to you. It feels like a show. That's what Compton felt like to me. It felt like this grand orchestral, like, production, like, that was just so big. Whereas 2001 sounds more polished, more like, refined where each song is like its own thing. Like, I don't know. Whereas I found there was a little bit more fluidity. No, fluid. Like it's Yeah. It's like flowed more from one track to the next on, on Compton. Um, Like, yeah, I don't know if we're talking about album structure, like Aaron loves to talk about, I would say that Compton is structured like really well. I'm not sure if it's structured better than, um, 2001, but 2001 has probably has better songs on it. Like, no, it has better classics. There are more, that's what you say, Danny. There are more classics yeah. on 2001 than there are on Compton. But does Compton I remember have a classic? First, um, I believe it, it doesn't have a classic. No, but it, it, the, all of the songs are quality songs, I think. Yeah, like, like I guess enough. it's, he probably, like, he, when you, 
put it up. It's probably just, you know, it's just, again, one of those things. It's Matt's personal favorite. It has something yeah, that and that's fair means enough. something to it. Yeah. I just, I just want to add to the discussion because I want to see, like, I want to pro, I want to see if there's a song that's better than Still Dre. I want to see if there's a song better than the next episode or what's the difference, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when, um, oh, I do really like that game song though. Oh, that is a um, great song. Like, just another day. Not, yeah, it's probably not a, a, a classic, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, the first time I listened to Medicine Man, again in my car with my, my speakers, mm. and that. I wonder gave, who was on that song. What was on? Who was on that song again? I think, I think <laughs> we were on Eminem. Yeah, I think Eminem oh, was on that one. Okay. <laughs> but like, I remember listening to that for the very first time and getting chills, like in Eminem's <laughs> verse. Like the 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 speakers were turned up on that. I feel like it was turned up at that particular like part of the song. And it just builds throughout, and he is literally going off, and it's just like, and especially because that's the second last song, and then it ends perfectly with talking to my diary, like, oh, because like the whole album, you're like, where's Eminem? What, how come he isn't like? If you hadn't looked at the track list, you're like, what's going on? Like Eminem needs to feature on this album, and then he features <laughs> right at the end. It's just like it, it is a hard as verse from him. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, favorite favorite album, Compton. Favorite song. Still dry. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I, I, well, I would have, oh, I don't know. Sometimes I think he is definitely, hands down, the greatest producer of all time. But I also know that if if I picked him, you would have had nothing. So I'll let you have him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Good. He's very kind, out, Danny. He's very kind. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron gifted me Eminem because you know he thought you know oh, Matt really wants Eminem, and Danny gifted me Dre. So appreciate yeah, the voice. I might not, yeah. I might not steal from you. I might not use my steal. <laughs> you don't have to. The funny thing is, I did try to steal Doctor Dre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you no, but you only did that tactically so that yeah. I would use my block. Yeah. So you're a little Correct. nasty dog. <laughs> Uh, that's good. Well, it's uh, my second pick, and I'm gonna grab Big Pun as my second pick. Wow, wow. Now I know that's gonna hurt Danny. So Danny could use his. He could steal it. He could. But steal then it. I just pick it someone else. What? What? What you say? Once you steal it, I just choose. So you'd have it in your list, but then I just choose again. Yeah. 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 No, nah, I'm not gonna steal it. I'm not gonna steal it. But is Matt gonna steal it for? Yeah. But name not- more songs of Big Pun. Like, why would you steal it? <laughs> yeah, but if I if I can successfully name four songs without looking at my Apple Music, then I have the right to steal. <laughs> okay, Aaron, are you taking that deal? No, because I want Big Pun. <laughs> Aaron, you would be you would be so safe if you took that deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm safer if Matt just doesn't do it. <laughs> All right, still not a player. Still oh. not, still not a player. Part two. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> there you go. You're safe, Aaron. Yeah, wonderful. So I've chosen big pun, um, and I chose big pun because I similarly think sometimes he's overlooked 
is one of the best technical rappers ever. He just, again, his multi-syllable rhymes are so impressive. And he also talks about that gangster shit. Like, I love hearing about how he robs and murders people. If There's just something about it that, that he does. But given after his first album, Capital Punishment, his weight became a real big issue. Um, and you can start to tell that he declined after he got so fat. And then his voice, like, even got even lazier than, than like, I could listen to. And he also had that, you know, that classic breath. Of, like, he breathed in and you could hear him breathing like the like he just couldn't he was just fat and i just <laughs> there's just something iconic about him that i that i really love um and i think he along with biggie got me into multi-syllable rhyming i think those two and maybe even big pun before biggie got me into just enjoying technique because mm-hmm. like I, I watched his documentary as well like about his life and you know um, his challenges, but like he was legit a gangster. Like, you know, he carried his gun everywhere. Like he, he just loved all that stuff. Um, and yeah, I just think he was, he's sometimes overlooked purely because he declined so rapidly because of his health. Like he died 598 pounds. Mm. Like that's over 200 kilos that's that he fun. died at. Yeah, he was huge. Like, he was so fat. And thing is, he died, and they were saying in the doc- doco that, like, because he came from no money, as soon as he made money, he just bought food for everybody. They would go to a restaurant, and they would order everything on the menu. Like, that's just how he knew how to spend his wealth. He spent it on food, cars, and uh, guns. They were, like, the three things that he absolutely loved. Um, but, yeah, big pun to me is one of the best and someone that I will always go back to just for the the skill of hip hop. And I know Matt, you like to bring up Eminem reads the dictionary, but big pun was actually first to read the dictionary. Uh, and we so, all know, we all know that's what makes a great rapper. That's a humble. No, but, there. Yeah. No, but I just like it because it shows that he, they're putting in the work. Like reading the dictionary is not fun. No one enjoys reading the dictionary, but like to be, to know that what is important to you is your rhyming and your ability to connect words and to actually put in the work of reading it and trying to understand it is actually really impressive to me. So you can laugh about it, but I think it just shows how committed they were. Yeah. Um, for my, for me, my favorite album, Capital Punishment, um, without a doubt to me is Big Pun's best. Um, he just sounds the best. He has some absolute classic, like, twins. He's got, you know, Matt loves I'm Not a Player Part 2. He actually is probably, hasn't listened to I'm Not a Player Part 1, but... Um, no, it's it's I'm Not a Player and then Still Not a Player. Still Not a Player, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but, um, so the three that I always kind of fluctuate between are, or the four, are Twins, Beware, Glamour Life and Capital Punishment. Those are the four songs, to me, that are standouts. You're missing a big one. Twins for the win. Where's Dream Shatterer? They're all so good. Like, like here's the thing. I could put all five up there and they'd be fantastic. Yeah. Like, um, but Twins is a classic, but I don't think it's my favourite. Danny and I have discussed this before. 
potentially Fat Joe does a better job. Yeah, that's like on, so so controversial, but you're, you're if you really that. you really listen to it, Fat Joe has some killer bars in that. He does. Are you both going to sit there and comfortably say that after hearing "Dead in the Middle of Little 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 Did We Know We Riddled Some Middle Men Who Didn't Do Mid"? Oh, I can't even do it. <laughs> close, close, close. So close. Right. I've got to go again. Dead right. in the Middle of Little Italy. Little did we know we riddled some middlemen who didn't do diddly. Yes, he's done. He's done it. He's done it. <laughs> that is, that is an, that's got to be the most insane bars of all time, don't you guys think? It's iconic. It's absolutely yeah. iconic. Yeah. But, no, but yeah. That's, every, that's one line. That's one line in the song. No, but uh, every word rhymes almost. Yeah, it's it's amazing. No yeah. one's, no one's going to deny it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you, I'm just saying everyone gets, you know, stunned. It is a stunning line and people do get stunned by it and just go, wow, big pun, destroyed it. And they just throw Fat Joe to the side when if you really listen to what Fat Joe is saying, he kills it. Yeah. I need to listen to it again. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say, I'm going to put in, um, I think, Beware um, is my favorite Big Pun song. He's so grimy the whole way through and no features. It's just Big Pun the whole way through because um, Glamour Life loses points for having features um, slightly. So I prefer when he doesn't have features, but I'm going to take Beware as my favorite Big Pun song. From Capital Punishment and Big Pun as my second choice in the draft. Nice. You've done a good job. All right. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say on Big Pun, like, yeah, he, he is one of the best, like you said, just one of the best technical, lyrical, miracle, multi-syllable, internal rhymes. You know, he's one of the best to ever do it. In my mind, it is, it is him, it's Big Pun, and Eminem as the best technical rappers to ever do it. Yeah. Just on a technical level, I think him and Eminem are, you know, neck and neck. And, yeah, that Capital Punishment classic album, too many skits though, but... Yeah, that's the critique on it. Yeah, but, but... everything he does, except one song, I think like Caribbean Connection. Yeah, that's average. Everything else is just classic, yeah. And, and, and like Biggie, it's interesting to think about where Big Pun's career was going after. Because Capital Punishment was his first album, and that was amazing. Yeah. And by the second album, he was already on a deep decline. Yeah, his health was really bad yeah. even by the second album. Like, yeah. There are stories of him like not doing concerts, standing up. He was sitting the whole time. And there's stories of like after a concert, like he'd, he'd get a groupie to come in and like they'd sleep with him and they'd run run into the other door into the up into the room where like terror squad was hanging out yeah and they, they were like why'd you run into this room and she'd be like he tried to get on top oh no because he was so big like imagine even if he was at 500 pounds how big that is like yeah that is enormous so um yeah his health was really bad he also developed sleep apnea. Like he'd fall asleep mid conversation. Mm. Like he, he, he literally was in such bad health. So if it wasn't for his health, his career could have gone anywhere. Can you imagine that? Like just having a conversation with someone, and then I shouldn't be laughing, but like, and then they just fall asleep. Like just they're out. Like yeah, yeah. I, he'd fall asleep for twenty minutes. Like literally 
20 minutes and then he'd wake up and continue where he left off. Like it was crazy the things I was saying about him. Like he was really unhealthy. But you can hear him like like <gasps> like gasping like in between yeah. birthers. Hmm. Yeah, it definitely definitely his health was affecting him, but I also think like Biggie, um I think he was going maybe into the mainstream direction too far. Like I think he was catering already by the second album to, to the mainstream and and doing more pop rap. And I think that's where he may have gone if if he if he uh didn't pass away. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know what would have happened with him, but I feel like he was even more likely than Biggie to, to go mainstream and like pop rap. But Biggie and Tupac were both mainstream. You can't yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't call either of them underground rappers. Well we're not. Yeah. No. But I'm just saying but, but, like, but to go but they, they had one foot in both worlds. You know, like I feel like Biggie was was uh p- potentially stepping into the mainstream pop world, you know, even more and and, B, and big pun as well. Like they were going towards just being pop and, and commercial. Yeah, the fame. It's hard. It's hard to turn around and, you know, give up that. Like when the cash is in front of you, it's why a lot of rappers move into that world. It's because, you know, at some point you just, at some point money talks. Yeah. And, and Big Biggie had bloody um, P. Diddy and Diddy is all about the money. He's all about the Benjamins. Yeah. So The Benjamin yeah. Franklin. Yeah. That's it. All right, so number two for me. Good transition, um, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> number two for me, I'm going with. I'm going to steal this shit. You no, better you're not. not. You better not. Well, he hasn't used his tactical steal yet, has he? Oh, well, he can't. There's no tactical stealing anymore. He just has a straight up steal. No one has blocked yet left. Damn it. Oh, it's this is, this open is... season, as you said. <laughs> I'm so scared now, now that you said that. Yeah. But my second pick, oh, my God. I'm so scared now. Jesus. All right, I'm going with Andre 3000. I knew it. I would have been shocked if you didn't choose Andre. Yeah. I Did you it. know he was going to be my second? Yeah. I thought he was for sure. Yeah. I knew it for sure. Any steals? Could be. Yeah. Could be a steal uh, around you. All right, I'll just wait then. This is the one that Danny, I feel, would get very, very shitty about if other of us stopped. Yeah, but let's turn around and say, Matt, can you name four songs that Andre 3000 has done? <laughs> yeah, well, wasn't he with, like, that group, the Black Eyed Peas or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit, you know your stuff. <laughs> nah, this is, this is totally uh, a Danny pick. Yeah, I, th- I knew I was pretty safe with this one too. Like, I'm, I'm going to be more worried later, but I, my first two picks, I was very, I was feeling safe. But yeah. you never know. But yeah, Andre 3000 was, before before I heavily got into Prodigy and Mob Deep, he was number one. Outcast was number one. And Outcast has been like, Outcast has been in my life longer than any other hip-hop group or rapper, I think. Like, I was into them before I even knew that I liked hip-hop. And it's funny because I'm pretty sure that, like, I was drawn in by Big Boy because he was doing the whole speed rapping and and Andre 3000 was always, like, more, you know, creative and, and doing some, you know, really 
unusual things with with his lyrics and stuff and and i just gravitated towards big boy because i was like oh he's rapping fast he sounds good but like with time and, and when i really just got to sit down and listen to their music andre 3000 is just one of the best rappers of all time hands down and opposite to eminem he has aged like a fine wine no 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 no. like when he drops a guest feature it's like an event it's like people are you know swarming for that shit like and, and he never disappoints like he he is so effortless with his the thing about andre is like he he has extremely complex rhyme schemes and he just makes everything sound effortless like he's the most effortless sounding rapper with the most complex rhyme schemes you you have to just sit there and just absorb it and your mind will be blown by what he can do like his guest features are just always insane Cla- he's got so many classic albums as well outcast as a well, whole well i was gonna say how many albums is he a part of well almost every single outcast album is a classic in a way like starting with southern player listed cadillac music in 94 then 80 aliens my personal favorite Aquemini. then they've got stankonia then they've got one of the highest selling albums of all time with uh speaker box the love below just hit after hit after hit oh he he's just he deserves to be in the you know in the discussion top five dead or alive and he is definitely for me number two just behind prodigy would you like to know a little fun fact I would. Speaker box slash the love below is yep. the best selling hip hop album ever. Yeah. Is Eminem second? He sure bloody is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it it crazy. Outcast, followed by Eminem, followed by the notorious B.I.G., followed Which one? by Life After Death. Followed by the Eminem show. Followed by Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him <laughs> by MC Hammer. Yeah, Jeez, I didn't, I didn't realize that was the, the, the top five biggest selling album of all time. He must have been like a one hit wonder. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, purely- I don't know much about him, but for some reason he blew up off one song. Like, one song blew him up, and that's all he had in him, apparently. Everyone bought the rights for that song. He's just sold it like crazy. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, he like he's he made his life after that one song, one song, and, uh, and he's set for life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, I mean, you know, Hey Ya. It's not it's not the best hip hop song of all time, but who doesn't know Hey Ya? Hey Ya. Yeah, yeah. And love the way you move. No, love the way you move. Yeah. No, there's no like Miss Jackson. And- yeah. yeah, like that album was insane. And yeah, they have the classics like, yeah, Miss Jackson and stuff. I think my probably my personal favourite is um, The Art of Storytelling Part 1. It's just, I mean, 
if you want storytelling, it's right in the title, and Andre kills it. Kills it. He tells such a touching story. If you haven't heard it, you've got to listen to it. Yeah. But yeah. I do. Yeah. Can I just also say, I'm looking at this list. So Eminem has four of his albums are in the top 20 best-selling albums of all t- hip-hop albums of all time. He has two in the top 10. And then another big surprise was Will, Will Bloody Smith. Yeah. He's his ninth and best-selling hip-hop albums of all time. Big Willie style, it's called. Yeah. Get jiggy. Yeah. you got to get jiggy with it, don't you? Yeah, but I don't remember know. how big he was at that time. Like, you know. Like you got to remember, like I, remember. I do not remember. That's the thing. I didn't even he know. He started as a rapper. He started as a rapper before he was an actor. He was a rapper. Yeah. He was the Fresh Prince. He is like, can I just say, he's done like amazingly well, considering like he's dabbled in the rap like industry, killed that. Dabbled in the TV industry, done really well with Fresh Prince. Dabbled in the movie industry, had like heaps of like. Like they're not like might not be critically acclaimed, but like they're big movies. Like he's mm. like very successful. I think at one point he was the biggest movie star in the world. I would say. Yeah. Well, with like Bad Boys and stuff, yeah, and that's like they're huge movies. There was a period of time where where every single movie was just like the highest grossing movie. Whenever he dropped yeah. a movie, yeah, he's a he's a big deal. Not not so much now, but yeah, he, he's yeah he's very talented. I don't know about him as a rapper though. Hard for his, like, kids to follow. Yeah. They're mm. trying, man. Yeah. And also, another one that surprised me was Nelly. He's, like, had some very popular albums. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. what is it? Hot in here. Yeah. Yeah. Getting, and also, like, then you had, like, the love one, the R&B ones, like Dilemma and stuff with mm. Kelly Rowland. And, yeah. So he was sort of, like blurring the lines a little bit between hip-hop and R&B. He was or not blurring them, but, like, trying to combine them in a way that, like, you'd associate with, like, P. Diddy. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Good choice. Cheers. Pick number three, Matthew. Matthew. All right. Oh, All, right. <laughs> All right. My next pick is going to be... I can't believe you just said Matthew, by the way. <laughs> yeah, to, to your own name. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something like Danny, if he's being really silly, would like say. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, oh shit, this is tough. I'm looking at your list as well, boys. I'm like, oh, who can I have a little dabble in? Oh no, nah. We're gonna keep it west. We're gonna keep it west coast. Oh no, controversial. But I'm going to go fifty cent. Oh. For 50 cents New York. Yeah, he's not West Coast. Yeah, he, I mean, he was born, technically born in New York, but I feel like he has a West Coast sound. He, don't you agree? He doesn't sound East Coast when he raps. Mm. I mean, he talks about how he's from New York all the time. Yeah, he's definitely not West Coast. But he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, did, because, it's because he was so heavily, you know, yeah, Eminem involved with, involved with Dr. Dre. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Dre's sound on that first album, you know, definitely lent itself towards West Coast sounding for, for Dr. Dre's contributions in rap. Maybe that's like the dream team. West Coast beats with an East Coast rapper. Well, seems to have worked once. Mm. Mm. Um, nah, 50 Cent. Uh, because... Whoa, 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 whoa. 
I'm, I'm waiting for a steal here. Waiting for, waiting for a steal from Aaron here, not from Danny, but definitely. From I know. Aaron. I'm <laughs> waiting for a steal. Uh, I'm actually not gonna steal. You're joking. You're jo- He's literally no. your favorite rapper of all time. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not even. That's not even a joke. Yeah, I don't know why Aaron's laughing. That no, is not even I'm, a joke. I'm not stealing Fifty Cent because. I think there are better rappers than 50 Cent. No way. Of course. No, but he, like if I, he is your favorite rapper of all time. No, he's the rapper that got me into hip hop. He's not my favorite rapper of all time. In your history of loving hip hop, who has been number one for the longest time? 50 Cent. That's big. That is big. But I'm also, I think Matt has narrowed himself into a corner of all sounding the same. Like I know what he's done, I just, I just don't think. I think there are people on our list that are better that I'd rather choose. You see, now I'm even more scared because I wanted you to pick Fifty Cent, and now you're definitely going to be picking my my shit. <laughs> I'm pretty much. I've just picked guys from my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, you have free reign over all your picks. And yeah, now I'm I'm getting more scared as this shit goes on. Yeah, well, look, I I, I think you should throw a spanner in the works and pick Aaron's seventh uh, seventh person, seventh rapper. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, but yeah, you can have fifty cent. Cheers, mate. Cheers. I, I'm glad because the three people I have in my corner are the people who I who when I think of hip hop, that's who I think of immediately. First off, so. Uh, 50 Cent is the artist who I second listen. It was my second listen. I listened to his album, um, Get Rich or Die Trying. Um, and I remember being like in year six, I think it was, and like on year six camp and up the way, on the way to Canberra with my Discman. And yeah, I borrowed the, the album from my brother and I was listening to it and yeah, loved it. So there's like an element of nostalgia, but I also just love like, just he, he's such a like that particular era of Fifty Cent. He's so gangster, and like he also has the smoothness of his hooks, which he usually does. Nice beats from Dre. Just yeah. So Fifty Cent is the one for me. I also, fun fact, I used to own his video game on PlayStation Two. So did I actually. That yeah. is a very fun fact. Bulletproof. Yeah, correct, correct, and I, I remember beating it 100% and um, going into, like, my apartment and having all the different guns on the wall that you, like, collected um, through the game. Yeah, um, and you had G-Unit in there as well, like all the G-Unit members. Yeah, and then you could go over to the TV and watch. This is how much of, like, a hustler 50 Cent was. You could go to the TV and watch his film clips, like, just a little bit and, like, you know, um, in the card, <laughs> like, in the video game, watch his music videos. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also remember I think I remember the, the the actual game being full of like soundtrack wise his songs or something yeah like it that. was all his songs all G unit <laughs> yeah I like that you say he was he's still exactly the same he's still a hustler yeah and a businessman like he's he's less a rapper now and more of an entrepreneur yeah. like he figured out the rapping was his way to fame and he just he did it so well and now 
like he'll dabble, but like he just does things that makes make him money. Yeah, like he he wouldn't he like if, if someone was saying to him, oh, like I'm an, I'm an underground rapper, but I'm worried about like going into the mainstream. Like I want to like stay gritty and underground. He'd be like, nah, fuck that. Like mainstream, get the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because when you get money, you can do what you want. Whereas, yeah. but like like I understand that, but there's some yeah, there's a nostalgia with like underground. Yeah. Yep. So that is my pick. My favorite album is, of course, Get Rich or Die Trying. Um, uh, he, I must admit, like you know how with Eminem, you're like, oh, he doesn't, he hasn't aged like a fine wine. Like with Fifty Cent, I would like that. I would agree with. Like I don't think he, he's gone downhill from Get Rich or Die Trying. Um, like that was yeah. He aged horrendously. Yeah. Yeah. Like the massacre was nowhere near as good as Get Rich or Die Try. No, I did have some good songs. And then after that, it was a horror show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It did have some good songs on it. He has had a few good songs like here and there on his albums, but it's mainly been downhill. Like Candy Shop, I just remember being an absolute banger. Um, same with yeah, but That's commercially band. huge. That's like Just big because it's popular, not because it's that good. Yeah. Didn't hate it or love it. Oh no, that was no, that was that sorry, was the game. Yeah. Um, okay, so my favorite Fifty Cent song is um, a little pause again while I consider my choices. Yeah. I I listened to like that Heat song again the other day. Is that the one with yeah. the gun? Yeah, yeah, that's so good. I, I know like that's Danny's favorite. I I love not, that song. Not my. It's a very simple like idea, isn't it? Literally, just the beat is just the gun cocking the whole time. <laughs> I can see why you like it, but my favorite song is probably oh, it's so hard with that album. There are literally hit after hit. Uh, yeah. I, I remember. Just say the say the one that features Eminem, and let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one on one on my mind. Yeah, just say it. Patiently waiting. I've been patiently waiting for track and track. You know what else is so cool about that? Like intro, and I think like you hear like the coin dropping or something, and then what up, gangster? Like it's like G'day, I'm Fifty Cent, and then it's like patiently waiting is the second track. It's like introducing him, and like remember there was a whole documentary on that song, and like yeah. how it was yeah. produced. I think it was by um, Complex, um, mm-hmm. and. It was just such. It's it, it, hearing the stories behind the songs is so cool. Like I just love hearing how they were made and the thought behind them, and like how Eminem was like, "Oh, like I, I really want to be on Fifty's first album, but like I, I didn't know where I could fit." And then like I heard that beat, and and I heard like the sort of almost like a percussion, like how do they describe it, like a percussion using like the lungs or something. And he was like, "Oh, maybe I could go on this." Um, and yeah, like, oh, it's just so cool. Anyway, yeah, patiently waiting. Get rich or die trying. Fifty Cent is my third pick. Mm. Mm. Um, Aaron, yes. where where is Fifty Cent on your all time best rappers now? I think he's sitting at like six or seven. He's not. He like he was sitting at number five for a while for me. Mm. But now, I just don't think, over time, the more I listen to hip-hop, the more I have an appreciation for other artists, and then the 
the less like he just doesn't hold up as much. He has that spot for nostalgia for me. Like I'll always like Fifty Cent, yeah, and I'll always love Get Rich or Die Trying. But the more I listen to hip hop, the less I can turn around and say he's in my top five. Interesting. He's just dropping slowly. He continues to drop. Yeah. People keep pushing him down. Yeah. More interestingly, where does he sit in your list, Danny? <laughs> Interesting. Interesting question. Um, I can't even see him being in my top 50. Wow. wow. He'd probably be in the 50 to 100 range. Wow. Yeah. Write us. Let us know. Everyone, have a go at Danny. Just absolutely shooting. <laughs> do, you re- do you reckon there's going to be heaps of people coming to defend 50 Cent in the top 10? Um, I think there will be. I think there'll be more than you think. Uh, we'll I'm see. hoping there's more than one. Right. <laughs> the unit are going to get back back together to like come in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worst comes to worst, Danny. I'll write you a letter myself. Oi. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to. I'm gonna jump in, use my catchphrase. Yeah. Um, You're not gonna walk in. And my, nah, 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 nah. No, no walking in for this one. Uh, my third pick. I'm scared. Is I'm stealing. Big L. Oh god. It is Big L. Hang on. Okay, we got it. We got to pause here. Nah, I'm not stealing that shit. I know you're not. I'm. Oh god. I feel like. Uh, Are you gonna be a nasty dog? Well. He's next on my list. He's my next. If if Aaron yeah. didn't pick him, I would have. Oh, so it's it's either it's either we start being nasty dogs now, or we make a deal that we don't do steals, and then I'm it defeats not, the purpose of steals. I'm not dealing. Well, shit. It's up, it's up to, <laughs> yeah, it's up to you, Danny. But yeah, I'm choosing Big L. So you got the opportunity to steal. All right, I'll steal. Oh no, he's done it. Aaron has to pick another one. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like the steel idea, but I have to. If I love the steel idea. I think this podcast has become more interesting because we've had the steels and the blocks. Yeah, well, yeah. I, ha- I have uh, to do it. All right, so Danny, one. How do you do? Feel it, about do you see what you think, and then I'm just going to be the middleman. How do you feel about that steel, Aaron? Um, I kind of saw it coming a little bit, but what I'm very happy about is that it gives me the opportunity to be steal from Danny free like Danny won't steal anything from me anymore so yeah. I kind of like that security yeah, yeah. there's you, there's only one person that, that I'm scared you're gonna steal and I mean you probably will I, well, and I know who that is well just for the people the listeners out there Danny and Aaron both don't have a producer yet so it'd be smart for Aaron to maybe steal a producer now that he thinks um, that Danny might like I actually don't Look, I'm going to be honest with you, and the rappers at the moment are more important to me than the producers. So I'm going to continue and still pick a rapper. Um, so I guess my next pick after Big L, which is unfortunate um, to say the least, yeah. will have to be... Oh, no. <laughs> there, can, there can only be one, unless I'm really wrong. There can only be one. Well, no, I think I'm going to go with probably going to be a surprise. Look him. But I'm going to go with, no, I'm going to go with Kendrick Lamar. Wow. 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 Matt, it's up to you. No, because you can't steal. I can't steal again. Like, I can't. You can. 
Yeah, well, I can, but like, I don't think. Didn't we say that? Like, you can't. Like, if someone, I don't care. I mean, if you want to steal Kendrick, steal Kendrick. No, but like, I don't. Like, like he's all yours. Take him. Well, there you go. Wait. So the reason I chose uh, Kendrick, I got a few reasons. The first is uh, because he he unlike Eminem can almost do no wrong. He is to me the the biggest superstar in terms of the hip hop game. He seems to kill absolutely everything he does, like from Good Kid, Mad City, which is personally my favorite album that he's done, mm. to Damn, Pimp a Butterfly. Like there is, I've never heard anyone turn around and say Kendrick Lamar stinks. Like no <laughs> one's ever said that. No one's ever turned around and said his album sucked. He has this blend between being able to make popular songs, like the pop songs, but also be able to do the gangster shit. He also just kills he he just goes and features and he just does a great job i just think that um in terms of you know people to have in my top five if i'm looking purely at like you know a career his career is absolutely fantastic and the golden trial of dr dre like dr dre all he does is pretty much look after kendrick lamar he's the the golden child like he literally can do nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, and we also saw Good Kid Mad City live, even though I don't think we appreciated it um, at the time. No. But I, like, I just love going back and just like, just listening to it. Like, it's got such amazing beats the whole way through. Yeah. Um, Crips. Oh, got along. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that that is part of the song. He knows half a song. <laughs> um yeah um so to me kendrick comes into my top five list um and the first modern rapper that i've got in my list um but yeah so kendrick goes in good kid mad City's my favorite and i absolutely love the track compton featuring dr Dre. that'll be my favorite so um yeah i just think that we sometimes forget talk about Kendrick but when you look at his body of work undeniably he's got technique undeniably he's got mass appeal he's got a unique voice and he's not a, and he does grimy shit as well yeah. like it's everything you want from a hip-hop artist like yeah of the new school Kendrick Lamar is definitely number one like he is the bright shining hope of hip-hop like he is the poster child for just critically acclaimed pure amazing hip-hop and like yeah um the thing where is do, though where does he sit in your list that, that's like, the thing that's the thing like personally i i i don't know like good kid mad city is for me an amazing album i love that album i don't love anything else well i don't love anything else he's done personally do you what, Matt? Why are you bring up to Pimper Butterfly? Because that's the one that a lot of people are like. That was like album of the year. That's like fire. That's like, you know. Yeah, I thought it was boring. Like, I thought it was real boring. Okay. But that's like my personal tastes. Mm. Like Aaron, what's your opinion of anything other than Good Kid, Mad City? Um, I think that the more he goes, the more pop he get, he becomes. Like I have songs that I like on 
to Pimp a Butterfly. Like, I love King Kunta. Mm. Like, that just, every single time I listen to that, I just get into it. But I don't think those, like, um, I don't think it's as strong as, you know, Good Kid Mad City. I think Good Kid Mad City is still his best. But Damn and to Pimp a Butterfly just have more of that, you know, commercially available appeal to it. Like, I understand, like, at some point he just, you know, he still wants to make money as well. And, like, you know, if you found out you can do commercial shit, you do a bit yeah. of commercial shit. I think to Pimp a Butterfly is the opposite of commercial appeal, but it still did amazingly well. Yeah. Damn is more in that direction of, you know, who, who's he but got on there, like, Rihanna and stuff? Yeah, but what I like is he's trying new shit. He's always learning. He's developing his craft. He just, he's got the skill of, he's like, he's got that Eminem type vibe, you know, partying, partnering with Dr. Dre minus the critics. Like, yeah. no one criticizes Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, no. And no I one. think Eminem is a little bit, you know, Potentially, Matt, you could definitely argue hard done by, but I think that, you know, everyone pretty much universally thinks that Kendrick Lamar is up there with one of the best, especially right now. He literally cannot do There's this famous story of when Eminem was doing Marshall Mathers LP2 and Kendrick was on Love Game and, and Eminem wanted to see if Kendrick was the real deal because he didn't know if he had ghostwriters or anything, so... When they collaborated, he made sure he got Kendrick in the studio and he told all of Kendrick's people to get out. There was not, no one was allowed to be in there just so he could see if Kendrick wrote his own shit. And so he wrote, he he wrote Love Game on the spot. And arguably that verse is the best verse on that track. Yeah. It's just a fun, goofy verse, but it is, yeah, it's really good. Imagine the pressure that Kendrick Lamar would have felt in that situation. Like you're like you know how like when Eminem went to get fifty cent, like or flew fifty cent out, like look, I don't know the type of person the fifty cent is, but like if it was me, I would have been so nervous. And then like there Eminem is saying, like, Oh, I love your shit fifty cent, like like rapping his songs to him and all this stuff. And like now, fast forward twenty years later. And he's getting Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem is obviously a, a huge star at that point, and is like saying, "All right, get all your boys out. All right, show me what you can do. Like, let's see, let's see for the real deal." <laughs> yeah, and he showed he is. Yeah, he's definitely the the yeah the torch holder of uh, hip hop. But um, yeah, just just on a personal level, he's not quite exactly what I look for. I understand that he is an amazing rapper, and I. There are songs that blow me away. When my favorite rapper of all time is Prodigy, they're not, they don't do the same thing. So mm. I look more towards Prodigy style of rappers and Kendrick is not that, but he's amazing at what he does. I just wouldn't put him in my top five, probably not even top 10. But Eminem is very different to Prodigy as well, though. Yeah, he's in your list. Yeah, because he does, you know, he does something else incredibly well that I love. Yeah. Just the technical plus Eminem has that sense of humor that sometimes I really enjoy. The yeah. dark sense of humor. Yeah. Kendrick has that as well. Kendrick has a lot of things. I just think I yeah. need more time. I need more time with him. He's he's relatively new. Have you ever been through a Kendrick phase? Um, no, I have not. But yeah, I, I just yeah, really I loved Good Kid Mad City. That was like when I loved that shit. Like I listened to that nonstop. Yeah. 
So, Aaron, where, where is Kendrick for you? Be honest. He's not in my top five, but, you know, you've taken pretty much my top five. Is he in your top ten? Yeah, he's in my top ten. He's in your top ten favorite rappers of all time. Yeah, I think I think he's underrated. I've never heard you talk you. about him ever. Yeah, because we never brought it up. But you're, I only you're not talk- a West Coast dude either. Yeah, I'm generally I'm not, but I decided to add a bit of West Coast flavor into my crew. I'm skeptical. I don't think he's genuinely in your top ten, but I, I can see why you're putting him in. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I tried to get Big L, but Danny fucked me with Big hey. L. Hey, so, uh, well, I'm sure. Upset. I'm sure someone's going to steal my one of my picks, and I'm going to be even more upset than you. Ooh. But I only, I only picked Big L. I only stole Big L because he was literally my my next pick, and you just yeah. happened to go first. Like, I'm looking at it right now. Number one, Prodigy. Number two, Andre Three Thousand. Number three, Biggie. Number four, Big L. Yeah. And I literally had the same as Notorious B.I.G., Big Pun, Big L. Those are my top three. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've even stolen one of your top three. Yeah. He was number four for me, but it's uh, still well, important. Other than Eminem. Eminem would have, would have been in there as well. Really? That, yeah. But I knew Matt would block and I just... Yeah. Well, I've got Big L. He's mine. No one can steal... And, um, I mean, he's another one of those dudes that just does this one thing incredibly well, better than anyone has ever done it before or has ever done it since. And that is just, he is a, he is the king of punchlines. He yeah. is the punchline king. Like, he is one of the only rappers, maybe the only rapper, probably not, but one of the only rappers where I literally laugh out loud when I listen to his music because his punchlines are that funny. Like, all time, ask Beavis, I get nothing but head. That is an all-time <laughs> greatest punchline I've ever heard. I mean, yeah. and he, on that first album, which is a classic, um, Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous, just the amount of every song I'm laughing at how funny, genuinely funny his lyrics are. I mean, no one yeah, else can really great. do that for an entire album. And he carries that album so hard because the beats are really shit on that album. Yeah. Like it's They're hard. Really yeah, it's hard to listen to some of those songs, but you enjoy it because you're. it's just he is so entertaining and just yeah it just shows how good he really is because of shit beats like imagine him with fire beats i know i know like i think i think eventually he would have done an album with dj premiere and that would have just been that would have been a banger like on the big picture when he was already he'd already passed away he had like a few primo beats and those songs are so good but um yeah, this was like the only album I think that was released while he was alive. So, and it's just a classic. And like him and Jay Z were hanging out back then, and he was killing Jay Z. He was killing yeah. Jay Z everywhere on freestyles. Like Big L would just murder him. And Jay Z is now considered to be by many people the greatest of all time. 
and yeah. Big L was just going around from you know with him, killing him on everything. So I mean, I think if he was still alive, he is the type of person where he could have been Jay Z level, I reckon, and he could he would have been pure hip hop, pure hip hop right. that transcended to the mainstream, and he wouldn't have changed his style, and he would have been yeah. incredible. So I just I yeah. needed him. I need him on my list. It's in, we got an inter- we got interesting lists now. Yeah, we really do have interesting lists. Yeah, I've got a pretty um, diverse. I'm pretty diverse. I think I'm interested to see who Matt goes through next because his picks to me, I know who I think he'll pick, but I think his picks are starting to dwindle a little. Well, his first three picks are just absolute. They are the most Matt picks I have ever heard. Yeah, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Fifty Cent. It doesn't get more Matt than that. <laughs> At least yeah. I'm staying true to myself. Yeah, I think we all are. But just like, yeah, it's so funny that you are so unique. Your taste is so unique that like, none of us would pick the picks you're picking. But we know, we know you were going to pick them a hundred percent. Correct. Well, that's why my next pick is a boy that was. <laughs> <laughs> a boy that was a child of Dr. Dre. Yeah. Also, yeah. also had relations with with um, Dr. A, Dre with a unit known as, <laughs> uh, known as the G. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then had a bit of a feud and uh, you know stole a few lyrics and uh, didn't uh, give props to the the king of those lyrics. Uh, yeah. But also wrote, well, not wrote, but uh, delivered the greatest hip hop song of all time, according to Danny. What? Don't no. put that shit in my mouth, mate. You have said a million times before that "Hate It or Love It" is your favorite hip hop song of all time. You've said it. Definitely, it, it was. It no, definitely oh, was. What? In the last thirty seconds, it's changed. <laughs> oh, oh, I said it uh, thirty seconds ago. Did I? No, but when like, was the last time I told you that? Didn't no, I just like, say on this podcast, Shook One's Part Two? Didn't I say nah, that already? On yeah, this? you did. Back me up, Aaron. Back me up. Before he said that, nah, before he said, look, I'm gonna. He always used to say, "Hate it or love it" is like his favorite hip hop song of all time. I I will probably say, it's definitely top ten of all time for me, possibly top five. Danny has said at certain stages it is his favorite. However, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no doubt that right now it's his. It's not his favorite. Yeah, yeah. That's he fair. definitely thinks it's Fifty Cent's best, and Fifty Cent has his best verse ever in the track. That is definitely true. This is the best thing Fifty Cent has ever done, and that is a hundred percent what I know. So Matt is kind of just kind of trying to gaslight you a little yeah, bit, yeah. fuck <laughs> you over. But I'm gonna step in and just throw some facts yeah. down for Matt. Start no, some crazy shit. To be fair, like I probably did say to him, you know, but probably five years ago, and a lot can change in five years ago, but I did have the opinion once upon a time that this was one of the best songs of all time. And I still love it to death. And it's it's one of my favourite songs ever, but just not number can, one. Can you recite 50 Cent's verse from entirety from start to Not finish? only can I <laughs> recite his verse, I can recite the entire song from front to back, 50 Cent, and both game verses. Can you do it from back to front? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going backwards, easy. All right, before we continue derailing, Matt, talk to us. Why the game? 
because the game was like a more recent discovery for me. So like those three picks that I, I first had were like sort of how I got into hip hop. But then like the game I think is like in the last, I would say, like Danny said, five years. Cause like <laughs> I remember like, I remember not not having listened to the documentary and list and then Danny recommending it or Aaron recommending it or someone one of you no, recommended it because I remember I remember the first time you listened to it with me in the car. I brought the CD. That's right, and we we're driving down Beach Road towards like St Kilda Way, and like. I remember listening to him and be like, oh, this is like, this is tight shit. This is my shit. This is like West Coast. How come I haven't listened to this like sooner? And I think I was all. Well, I'll tell you why. It's because you don't research new music. Correct. Correct. (laughs) I'm I'm happy with what I've got. But like, I I also think it was because we were going to the game concert or we wanted to go. So like, we're listening to his shit. Um, No, I think it it was way before that. Okay. Well, he's definitely yeah. he's definitely good. He's not as he's like fifty. I picked Fifty Cent first because I think Fifty Cent better. But the game is like like up there for me. He's he's West Coast. He's gangster. He loves his music. I love that the documentary was produced by Dre. Um, I it's my favorite album of his. The documentary for sure. My favorite song, this is tricky. See, Game, like Game's body of work is quite large and his albums are, are, are quite extensive usually. Like he doesn't like usually do like a short album. So it's quite a commitment to listen to. Like I haven't listened to his latest Born to Rap and I was thinking of picking it for one of our podcasts, but it's literally just so bloody long. And it's supposed to be his last album, which I get that's probably why it's so long, but it's 25 songs long. It goes for an hour and a half. Like... It's huge. Um, but in saying that, he, across all of his albums, he does have songs that are dope. Like just looking through some of them, like the Red um, the red album, like I love that Red Nation one where it's sampled. Um, oh, what's that? No, 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 no. Is that Sandstorm? Or is that- no, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay. What is it? Yeah. Some, like, I, think, I, I don't know which song you're talking about. No, it's like some zombie kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I know like, what you mean. It's not Darude Sandstorm, though. No, no, no. And then like, it is a very popular song. So popular. And he does it so well. And then, like, um, on more recently, the documentary too, like On Me featuring Kendrick Lamar, that, that, that opening track after the intro, like, oh, so good. And then um, I did listen to 1992 as well. Um, and one that really got me was uh, was it on this one or maybe it wasn't? Maybe it was another one, Colors or something. I think it's yeah, called. that was on that ninety-two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was like so deep as well. So like, he, I don't think he's the type of rapper you know. Like, unlike Fifty Cent, who's dropped off, who got progressively worse. I don't think Game has. I just think that like he he hasn't put an album together that's as good as a documentary since the documentary. But the quality of the songs are there still it's just not as a, as a whole as complete as the documentary was maybe because is the documentary the only one that dre produced yeah yeah okay yeah. and then then, then they had a bitter bitter feud not really yeah. him and dre but more 50 cent and dre sided with 50 cent i believe yeah yeah well did we ever find out who actually wrote hate it or love it was that 50 cent song 
Um, I think there was argument about who wrote certain hooks. And purely, no, it's not really cleared up, but based on purely sound alone, the hooks sound so 50 Cent-esque that it wouldn't surprise me if 50 Cent wrote it. But then again, it's hard to believe what any one of those two talk about. Yeah. They both talk a lot of shit. So as far as I know, it's not clear who actually wrote the hooks, but I know for a fact that they both still are adamant that they wrote the hooks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, some bloody bastard wrote the hooks. <laughs> who is it? Who is it? Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, um, regardless, it's heavily fifty cent like influence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because wasn't the game's big issue that he didn't know how to write hooks? That he had bars, but he just didn't have that ability to create a full like a track. Yeah, like start to finish. Yeah, the story was that like Dr. Dre had no idea what to do with game. He, he didn't know how to work with him and gave him to 50 Cent. So him and 50 Cent started working together on the album and everything clicked because they were such a good team. That's the story. Yeah. 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 Well, 50 Cent is like a um, Nate Dogg. Like, that's who I think of. Like, because obviously Nate Dogg's like the king of hooks. But like... 50 Cent is like, I'd put him in a similar basket. Like 50 Cent knows how to write an amazing hook. so He just knows what's um, catchy. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's also his voice. It's so smooth, so it delivers the hook so well. Um, but, yeah, so Documentary is my favourite album. And my favourite song um, is, I'm not going to go hate it or love it, Things that things that pop to mind are dreams. I remember dreams being like having a big impact on me when I first listened to the album and I hadn't listened to it before. Um, that Kanye West beat, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, I also like oh, did just banger after banger. Higher was another one. Oh, uh, that, that those drops on higher, far out, and then like how we do that that beat there that. Dun, 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 dun. Like, oh, it's just like that's gangster as. And I remember easy uh, someone like uh, I heard it on an Easy E, e like song first. Um, when, when I didn't realize it was actually from this album first, just yeah, it just was been... some dodgy like compilation of verses put over. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. And like now, whenever I hear it, I'm like, oh no, that, I heard it on Easy's first. But I'm not, I've got to remember this is this song first. So it's like. I'm probably look. I'm not actually going to pick a song from the documentary. Um, I'm going to pick a song that I always go back to from the game, um, and it's going to be track thirteen from Doctor's Advocate, and it's called California Vacation, <laughs> um, and it's like your typical West. Like I think the hook is even like West Coast and like uh, um, something like. I think it's got Snoop in it as well. I don't know, but like, yeah, it's like a you boys got to if you haven't if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to listen to it. It is gangsterized. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with that. So that is my fourth pick. So I have Eminem, Fifty Cent, and the Game, and then Dr. Dre as my producer so far. Nice. Well, now wait, just I'm, I'm thinking at this point maybe we do only do four and 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 one producer. Well, that's what I think. What do you think, Matt? I actually don't mind. However, it's going to make my decision on my last rapper if we do it for a lot harder. Oh, really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I wanted to like 
You have two more in mind. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we could do five. No, it's up to you guys. You, you guys decide the vote. I'm not I'm not going to be shitty if we go four. It'll just make it more interesting who I pick next. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't mind either way. I just thought it was starting to go long, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Long? All right, let's do one more. One more then. Done. Because plus, we still have, yeah. I still have two more picks. Aaron has two more picks. Yeah, three more picks plus producer. Yeah. Like, yeah, so we're only halfway. So maybe only two more. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so before we continue, we've we've decided we're going to cut the list by one. So, top five, it'll be rapper and producer. Matt, you've already used your producer. Um. So Danny and I have one rapper and one producer left each. Yep. Uh, and Matt, you've got uh just one rapper left to go. That's so, right. um, I am actually because I do have a steal still left and i know that danny can't use this and matt won't be able to use this either i'm actually going to choose my producer now okay and i i actually have always thought that i could any one of these producers could fit into like any one of into my list i would not be upset with 99 percent of the producers mm. however I what I do want is in my mind who is my favorite, and that is DJ Premier as my producer. Surprise! <laughs> so yeah, so DJ Premier as my pick for my producer. Um, had I got Prodigy, I would have been tempted to get Havoc just for that winning combo. Oh, that would have been good, yeah. So and so obviously, Danny, you can still do that, but I am choosing DJ Premier because he does have a winning combo with Biggie and I feel like him and Big Pan and Kendrick Lamar, he, he could do no wrong in that sense. So I'm going to choose DJ Premier purely because of his versatility, his his ability to make beats and his signature sound. It just works for me. So I'm going to choose uh, DJ Premier. Nice. Favourite uh, uh, track? Well... He's, oh, wow, I can't even steal, can I? No. Yeah. All right. You can't steal. So the I think the challenge for me with DJ Premier um, is that he has done so much. Like, if I look at his actual discography, it's so long. He just has so much different stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go for one of my – because – this person is also one of my favorite artists, not in my top five at this stage, but one of my favorite artists um, is Boom. Uh, Warriors to 5'9". Yeah. That DJ Premier song, that beat is so classic, so iconic, so unique that I almost think that anyone could do a fantastic job on that track purely because that beat is five stars. So I'm going to choose... Boom, as my favourite DJ Premier track. If that nice. round isn't more of an Aaron pick, I don't know what is. I know, I know. Like, I well, I knew I knew the producer picks 100%. I knew exactly what they were going to be, and I was like, all right, I'm going to work around them. I didn't want to have any conflict, so I let yeah. you guys have them. That's a good so, yeah. friend. You're the yeah. good friend. <laughs> You're welcome. 
so yeah, so that that's my peak DJ Premier. Um, I think that you know when I look at it, it's hard to say that you know his body of work can be critiqued. He's just got consistency across the years that he's been doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just love the sound. Um, Boom bap at its finest. It literally is. Yeah. He's he's definitely. There were periods of time where he was definitely my favorite producer of all time. I think it may may have changed. Like, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But um, we ever seen yeah. DJ Premier live? No, um, no. But what we did do was when we went to the Royce, uh, we went to the Royce show, and Royce had DJ Premier live on his phone. Yeah. On video, he yeah. got him on, on like, like, uh, like literally on Zoom or whatever, and um, that's when, uh, yeah, they. I think they introed that. They introed DJ Premier, and then boom, I think they like flowed one into the other. Yeah, yeah. that was cool though. That was very cool. Who did Emily yeah. have out? Did he have the um, the Alchemist out? Was that who he had doing his shit? Um, probably, I think so. I think it's his tour DJ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and that's when um, DJ Premier, you know, he uh, he had a sh- he had a shout out to Gangstar. Do you remember? Yeah, that's his group though. Yeah, but like, oh, it was just so good. I know. Like he is. We were very lucky to go to that concert because that was like like Aaron's bloody dream. Was that was that for Aaron's yeah. birthday or was that? No, it wasn't for my birthday. We went to 50 Cent for my birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, wait, that was Danny. Wasn't that a present for Danny Royce? I don't think so. No, I think we just went. But I think, yeah, because, you know, out of all the out of the artists that we've seen live, the, all three of us together, we've been to two M&M concerts, 50 Cent and Royce to 5'9". Yeah. We can all easily say that 50 Cent performed the worst. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I but did he, not even enjoy that concert, to be honest. No, but he was like, he was set up. That that was a shit venue. Yeah, no, he was a bad venue. It was outdoors. The sound was bad. But the thing is, his track selection didn't make any sense. It was the good Get Rich or Die trying, like, 20-year and or, like, 15-year anniversary or whatever it was. And literally, I he just... He came out with a non-Get Richard Die Trying track. Yeah. It just made no sense but whatsoever. Also, but, I don't think he's ever sounded really good live. I remember watching like videos on YouTube of him live. I don't think he sounds great live. But how about Chubby Chubbs, though? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. a funny story. That's a funny story. Yeah, Chubby Chubbs, there was, he played a song for a little bit too long and uh, 50 Cent cracked it. He cracked it in front of everybody and said, Get him off the stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was not happy. So <laughs> at least we know 50 Cent's a perfectionist. But, yeah, he was very upset. Yeah. yeah. Aaron, you briefly mentioned Royce. Where is he yeah. Where is he in your top? Number he's one. He's sixth. No, I think. one. For sure. <laughs> no, nah, I think he's sixth. Really? Yeah, because I don't – after this album, most recent album, I just couldn't see myself saying he's the best. I, it just didn't sit that well for me. Again, like when when people re- release new works, that's when I just turn around and I go, "Well, now I got to assess you, including your new works." Mm. Yeah. 
potentially at his best, he would be up there. But in the body of work, he's he has some flaws in there. Yeah. Like he just, yeah, he just doesn't have the most solid body of work. Yeah, and yeah. Technically, he has the potential. But you have a soft spot for him. Like he would still be one of your favorites. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, when he re- releases music, I'll listen to it. If he yeah. wasn't, like, if he wasn't he's, an anti-vaxxer, you'd be a fan. Hey. His political views don't make up, don't <laughs> sway his opinion when it comes to hip-hop. And, like, I can understand his views. Like, I follow him on Instagram and stuff, and I understand why, like, I think he's got a child that's autistic. And, you know, he, he all he, might, as, like, every rapper, they rap about what they see, and they talk about what they see, and that's what he sees. So, you know... As much as I don't agree with him, I like that's his opinion, but he still releases music that I like. So, you know, other than the odd reference, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Well, the DJ premiere thing hasn't surprised me, but 50 Cent being so far down in your list and Royce not being in the top five is throwing a spanner in the bloody works. Yeah. Well, Royce wasn't even in contention for this draft. I know. No. Aaron's list did definitely confuse me when I was reading through. I was like, what is this going on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely some questionable choices from Aaron. But, yeah. um... <laughs> <laughs> Transition, um, please, Danny. Yeah. All right, what are we up to? Is this my penultimate pick? Yeah. So I can pick my producer, and that's, like... Well, there's no point doing my producer now because there's no, like, no one can steal my producer now. It's no, just yeah. my rapper. And I might as well get it out of the way. Or should I do my producer? Because no one can steal it anyway. Well, tactically, have a think. What's going to work better for you? To be honest, I don't, I'll do my rapper. I don't see Aaron stealing it. Maybe, Matt, you might steal it. I know who you're picking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you probably do. It rhymes with a with pay. What? God, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You don't know what I'm picking with. <laughs> oh. I I I would if I had to guess, I'd choose Tupac or Snoop Dogg. But no, but Method Man. You choose Method uh, Man. I don't know. Ice Cube. Oh, he's picking Cube. Oh God, America's nice water. He's picking Cube. <laughs> Matt. Matt has nailed it. Matt has bloody nailed it. I'm picking Ice Cube. Is it being stolen? Aaron? Uh, it's not being stolen from me. Oh, I'm not going to steal him. He's got him. He's, Wait, he's what? Him. What? There's no steals. There's no steals. Oh, oh my God. God. Caught a wild Ice Cube. Oh, my God. That's embarrassing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm picking Ice Cube. I... My next pick after Ice Cube. Oh, should I even say it? Yeah, uh, say, I it. Leave it. say it. No, because because Aaron might pick it, but it doesn't, yeah. doesn't yeah. matter, does it? Okay. Oh, it doesn't matter. I was going to go Method Man after. Yeah. And and I feel like you might have stolen that, would you all? See, the thing is, this last, this fourth, this fifth pick or fourth rapper, I, ha- I still am undecided. Really? As to which way I'm going. I'm I'm fluctuating, but he's one of the ones that I'm considering. Okay. Well, we'll break it down later, I guess. But I'm going Ice Cube as my final pick. I mean, he is just the longe- – how do you say longevity? The longevity, longevity that he has. Just 
he came he came out the gate in 1988 with yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, with the world's most dangerous rap group, NWA, with Dr. Dre, with Eazy-E, MC Ren, DJ Yella. And he was like hands down the at least the lyrical standout, the lyricist of the group. I think maybe yeah. Easy E was like the actual star and Dr. Dre was the genius behind the boards. But Ice Cube was the one, you know, writing everyone's classic verses and his own. I mean, and this is 1988. Like he came out swinging straight out of Compton. And then from there, it only gets better. Because he, he has this bitter, you know, end to the group and he breaks off on his own and has a has a beef with NWA and he wins. Wins, yeah. He wins the beef on his own against the group, the classic group that he helped, you know, he founded. Yeah. It's incredible. And then not only... Does he win the beef? But he goes on to have an incredible solo career. His first two solo albums are absolute classics. And Death Certificate, his second solo album, is definitely in my top five of all time. Like, it's definitely competing for the number one spot with probably Hell on Earth. Like, it's Death Certificate. And it's hell on earth. They're like one and two, and it can change depending on the day. Like, um, he just has classic albums. Even even the one after that, The Predator, I'm not a big fan of that, but it does have, again, one of the greatest songs of all time, It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. Yeah, that's such a good song. Yeah, like my top five, definitely Shook One's Part Two is in there. And 100%, without a doubt, uh, It Was A Good Day is in there. Like, it's not a debate. It's in my top five. Um, I mean, he's just, he's he's a masterful storyteller, which is evident on It Was A Good Day. But throughout all his albums, he's just telling stories all the time. He's He's always controversial, political, entertaining. He's aggressive. He even went off after NWA and made another group, um, what was it called? Westside Connection. And they had a classic album, um, Bow Down. Like that's a classic West Coast album as well. I mean... So you could say, Danny, that he's got the magic touch in a way that Dr. Dre, like Dr. Dre is known for his magic touch in the sense that he makes rappers who they are, but... You could say that Ice Cube has that magic touch in that he knows how to make albums and successful tracks. Um, he had a certain magic touch early on, like he had something special and he lost it. He definitely lost it, but he had, I think he just had this hunger, like early on. He had this anger and hunger and together, you put those two together and he just killed everyone he was beefing with everyone going at everyone winning all his beefs and just his his lyrical ability was was top notch and this was 1990 this was 1991 like before tupac and biggie exactly yeah like 
he is one of the OGs and like he he's one of those guys who just had no competition back then. Like think, he was just go on. Do you think Tupac and Biggie were growing up were like listening to Cube and be like, man, this guy is fire? One hundred percent. Anyone who was into hip hop was listening to Ice Cube because everyone was listening to NWA. So yeah. they were the biggest thing at the time. And then Ice Cube breaks off and kills him. And then everyone's looking at what Ice Cube's doing. And then he just drops classic album after classic album. How do you think like Dre three felt? three in a row. How do you think Dre felt when America's Most Wanted dropped and Dre listened to it for the first time? Um, he wasn't happy. Probably wasn't very happy. But, but that was... America's Most Wanted was still... Ice Cube was still... Uh, he wasn't speaking on the split. And then, because that was 1990, and then it was only on Death Certificate, the second album, where just before he released that, um, NWA started taking shots at him on on their second album. What was it? Ethel for Zagan or something. And and they just absolutely were destroyed by Ice Cube. And I mean, yeah, I mean, you could you could we've all seen the movie. We've all seen Straight Outta Compton. I, I imagine it went a little bit like that, where they were just sitting mm. there listening to it and just, you know, cringing at how they were being destroyed. Yeah, their asses got handed to them. Yeah. No Vaseline. Exactly, exactly. But yeah. I do think, though, that the reunion was a little bit further away than they portrayed. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, in the movie. Why they made it out was like, oh, if Easy E didn't die, they would have had a reunion. Yeah. Well, I don't know. No, no, no. Well, they definitely did bump into each other and, you know, had had words that, you know, could have been friendly. I don't think they were on bad terms when Easy E passed away. I Probably think- not, but I don't think they were at that point when they were like, oh, let's make another album. Nah. Yeah, probably not. Do you I think his success was a part of the reason why Dre wanted to go off and do his own thing? Yeah, I would say so. I would definitely say so. Like Ice Cube was the first one to break off and, you know, to see that success, Dr. Dre must have thought, you know, well, I'm just as talented, if not more talented than Ice Cube. Surely yeah. I can do it as well. So, yeah, I assume something yeah, – Ice Cube had something to do with it. But yeah. – um. Yeah, just so much history involved. And just the fact that he came out the gate three, arguably four classic albums in a row. Straight Outta Compton, America's Most Wanted, Death Certificate, The Predator. Then you could go Lethal Injection, possibly. People love that shit. Not me, yeah. really. So, I mean, he's just... Yeah, go on. Sorry, I feel like I'm cutting you off, but like I'm asking questions about Ice Cube to one, get, gauge your... Uh, yeah, interest yeah. in them. Do you think it would have been beneficial if Ice Cube had have gone to Af- um to death row? I don't. I don't see that ever happening. I don't see how that would have ever happened. No, but like why I'm asking that is like, do you think death row was essential for Dr. Dre to make him who he is? Like, um, like, yeah, but it's not that- essential to make Ice Cube who he is. Yeah, but like, do you think? What do you that mean, death? Like Death Row created like I feel like this gangster image for Dr. Dre. Yeah, because that was all Suge Knight. 
Yeah. So do you think that would have had a positive impact on Ice Cube's career? Ice Cube went into a gangster phase anyway. For like his best stuff was when he wasn't so gangster and he was more about like social commentary and, and you know, speaking okay. on political issues. When he started turning gangster, which was, you know, the predator, lethal injection, that that he started to go downhill for me and I think I think for a lot of people. Okay. So I don't yeah. like his gangster stuff that much. I like him. I like his earlier, more political shit, to be honest. Mm. So yeah, death row gangster stuff wouldn't have suited him. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Definitely worthy of my top five spot. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, I knew it. We both, Aaron and I, we both knew that. That's another Danny pick. No, yeah. well, I'm I'm surprised. Like. He's left out Method Man, which is probably big and probably would have been your next pick. It's a hundred percent would have been my next pick, and and I'm I'm kicking myself, but but that's only because you know we decided to make it four four rappers, yeah. one producer. But yeah, Matt, your last pick, make it a good one, baby. I will, baby. Now I could have gone, I could have gone the West Five, you know, and rounded it off with a my last pick, which would. The, the obvious choice would be the Snoop, Snoop D-O-double-G. Yeah. And then I would pretty much like have a perfect West Coast group. Um, yeah. I like how you're not even considering Tupac. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tupac was – Tupac – I see, I went through a Tupac phase. and I, I know. I watched so many interviews. I watched his movies. I watched um, – uh, what's it, what was it? Juice? No, ju- juiced. Juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juice. Yeah, I watched Juice. I've, I've listened to his, like his greatest hits so many times. I watched so many hours of music videos. So like, I think when I'm picking the people I've picked, I've gone through actual phases. And I'm not just picking them for the sake of it. And and I think that is why I'm steering away from Snoop Dogg because I've never gone through a Snoop Dogg phase. Like I've listened to Doggy Style, like through its entirety and I've listened multiple times and I have enjoyed it. But I think that's as far as I've ever wanted to go with him. Like mm. unlike other artists that I'll listen to their project and then I'll be like, okay, what, what can I listen to next? Like I haven't felt that way about Snoop Dogg. Um, and that's not taking away from the talent that he is, but like, yeah, I just have never been interested enough to go in, into a, a phase. So based on that, I, I mean, my next pick, it would be sensible for me to pick Tupac. Mm. Oh, but then my other choice is someone who is so, like, in my mind, so far below the quality of the other ones that I've picked, but is someone who's fresh and new who I've, like, recently got into. So I'm like... <laughs> I knew I knew it. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> act like you were never going to pick him. Yeah. I knew it you from the start. for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you I'm like gonna, him way more than anyone yeah. else. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, you do. Guys, my last pick is gonna be Sci High, the Bloody Prince. It's gonna be. <laughs> of course, it is. He, for me, is like the the new Eminem. He's like my new like guy that I listen to and I'm so interested in, like genuinely interested in. I just can't get enough of his sound and his music and his lyrics and like I just find him really funny and I, I find like find me another rapper who delivers punchlines as well as him like he Rigel. 
<laughs> like, a, like a current rapper. Like, like I don't know. I just I feel I feel bad for him because I feel like he hasn't got the breakthrough that he deserves. Um, he he hasn't been managed well, in my opinion. Um, or maybe maybe there are not enough woke people who are listening to him. Like maybe they're yeah. just like sleeping on him because he. I is- think he's made a. I think he's made a really good career in ghostwriting. Like it, mm. it comes out all the time. Just like just recently, it was like he wrote most of Travis Scott's last album. He just writes everyone's shit, and I think he makes a fortune. I think he's kind of, you know, okay with that. Yeah, satisfied with that, to be honest. Yeah, but the same. So obviously, when he does his own shit, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Sci High, and he's a completely like he's he's dirty south, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so he's like completely different from where I've been picking my rapping from, but someone that I think it's, it's, I think it's good that I picked him because like it's shown that in recent times I've started to not like drastically change, but like starting to take on new music. Like, like I wouldn't have listened to him like five years ago. So I probably wouldn't even be interested to listen to him five years ago, but like now that I have been introduced to him, I'm like, yeah, I, I like him. Uh, so yeah, that is my they're my rappers: Eminem, Fifty Cent, The Game, and Saiha the Prince. That Love is so, that is. I mean, is there a more Matt list than that? There has never been uh, a more Matt no. list than that. No, the only one that you could potentially throw in is Two Bag instead of Saiha, but the amount that Matt talks about Eminem, Fifty Cent, Dr. Dre. Sci high, lesser to to a lesser extent, the game in these podcasts, but in our lives, yeah, the, the game all the time, yeah. He just mentions them like so, yeah, it's no surprises. And the funny thing is, no one wanted to steal from you, Matt. No, no, because his taste is so individual, yeah, yeah, but it's good in that way, yeah, yeah. I like, I like. Most of the people on his list, like, yeah, I just know that they're so mad that I just, you know, I just went Stay somewhere else. Yeah, what a what a diss. Matt, <laughs> do, you, do you take that as offensive that he knows they're so you, yeah, that he wouldn't even go near them? <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. It's good for me because I haven't been upset. There you go. Yeah, no one's no one. Well, uh, oh. well, well, Aaron, Aaron was kind of upset. Well. The the funny thing is, only one steal occurred the whole time. Yeah, by the one person who didn't want steals in the first place. I know, but I don't, I don't mind it. I like it. Yeah, I think it's it's just added a different element, and it just shows how much you know the similarities between you and I in terms of what we like. But yeah. um, my last addition, my final pick to my five, will actually be Jay. Z. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you like Jay Z more than Method Man. I'll tell you right now, Method Man does not have a full album other than Wu Tang that I love. There is no way you like Jay Z as a rapper more than Method Man. I really, really 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 like reasonable doubt we've spoken about this before like there is no way you like jay-z as a rapper 
more than you like Method Man as a rapper. Maybe, but he doesn't have the, the body of work. Name one good album that Method Man's done. To Cal. Just, I just didn't like it that much. And I much prefer Jay-Z in that sense. And I'd also like to point out he also has bangers, which I like. Like I like um, Ends in Paris. Like I love that as a banger. Mm. Like he has, he does a lot of different stuff. So to me, he appeals because he's not just a rapper, but because he does a lot of things. Um, and you know, just Reasonable Doubt is a classic track, and I love Four 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 as well. Like he's got these songs that just hit me in the right spot. So for that, he is rounding out my top five. Mm. That is, it's not an Aaron pick. I know, but that's because it's not an Aaron pick based on what you think. Yeah, but yeah. So, what's your criteria for this for this draft? Well, I just wanted to go with my just the at the exact rappers that represent me and my tastes. So you've obviously and gone somewhere else. I've gone for the rappers that I think are the best in in terms of what I think the work they can produce and what I would like to listen to. If I had to choose five that I only listen to, I would be happy with this list. Hmm. Like if I only listen to Biggie, Big Pun, Kendrick and Jay-Z, I would be happy with those four all produced by DJ Premier. I would be happy and satisfied with that. You you would rather listen to Jay-Z over Premier than Method Man over Premier? Um, I'm going to say, yeah. Well, if for this case, yes. I don't, th- I don't think you're, you're being honest. The thing is, I, I, I just prefer Jay-Z at the moment. Now, maybe that's because, but we barely talk about it. Like I don't talk as much about what I love all the time as you and Matt. No, you talk about people you love a lot and you have never mentioned Jay-Z. Well, I'm going with Jay-Z. <laughs> And and you can dispute all you like, but Jay-Z is my final choice. Um, And my favourite album is Reasonable Doubt, and my favourite track is The Evil. Mm. Just just love it. It's so good. Yeah. What what other albums do you like? Well, what a good question from you, (laughs) to be honest. Now I like I like Volume Two, Hard Knock Life. Really, I love I love that track. Hard, it's a hard knock life. Yeah, you like a track. Life. I know you like a track. I don't think you like the albums. No, but I no, but the thing is, I really like Reasonable Doubt as an album. Okay, so he's got so he's got one album, and Method Man apparently has none, and that's that's it. Yeah, and he's got but he's got a lot of tracks that I like that he does. So. For that, he goes in. I just, yeah, I know why you're putting him in, but I just know, and I know that you know, deep down, that you love Method Man more than you love Jay-Z. Debatable. No, it's not. No, it's not. As I said, no, no, no. As I said, I was choosing between these three people for the last spot. Jay-Z, Method Man, and Tupac. Those were the three. And just based on the fact that Jay-Z has a huge body of work and huge 
variety in the shit that he does, I'm going to go Jay-Z. Yeah, I understand that. That's the shit that I like. He is, he is definitely the logical choice. He is not the Aaron choice. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so I've chosen logical choice in my mind. So I don't understand what the problem is. That's what I was getting at. I was saying that my list is about who represents me. You're going for a, I want to win. I want to have the best list. Well, I want to have the best list in my opinion. I, like, realistically speaking, swap out Jay-Z and I, I'd have Big L. Yeah. I don't even but, yeah. I know. But, that, I know that Kendrick's not an Aaron pick either. Yeah, he probably isn't an Aaron pick, but... I threw him in there because I think I like what he's done. I love that good kid, Mad City. So as I said, there's there's nothing that I can hate about it. Yeah. Same with Jay Z. Like I can't hate. Whereas, like, I can't pick realistically speaking a Method Man album that I would listen to just straight up. And I'm being honest because I haven't heard or I haven't listened to that stuff. Now I've I've heard lots of shit that he features on. But also it's because you show me a lot of Method Man. Like when we go on drives, Danny, like we, we talk about Method Man a lot, but I know that you love him as well. So. I've shown you a bit of Jay-Z and you've never been like, whoa, he sounds great as a rapper. Yeah, but that's because I think his best album was Reasonable Doubt. Do I find it so hard? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I understand. I understand I just- where you're coming from. I can see Matt's list. Like, it's obvious. Matt's list represents him to the fullest. My list is is just, you know, my preferences, who I like to listen to, who I enjoy listening to. And yours is like, you know, who you think are objectively the best rappers. Not not subjectively. Yours is more of an objective. Yeah. No, but yeah. what happened to Lil' Kim? Why is she not on the list? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aaron nominated Little Kim into the draft I pool. I just want to hear you justify that. Purely because of she led the way for female hip hop, and I think Did she? she's. Do you think she's the one who led the way for female hip hop? I think she was a big contributor. What do you think of MC Light? Never heard of MC Light. Okay. So <laughs> I can't do rappers I have never heard of. Yeah, so yeah. Um, in my Kim, mind, Little Kim definitely led the way. Well, I think, you know, coming off, you know, collaborating with Biggie, I think that does a lot for female hip-hop. So, yeah. What do you think of Lauren you know, Hill? I uh, haven't listened to Lauren Hill. Okay. Now, she apparently is like Lil' Kim. Like, she is like one of the founding mothers of, like, yeah. female hip-hop. Yeah. In, in the discussion I, of, of best rappers of all time, Lauren Hill is often the one who is, you know... In, Female rappers, she always makes the list. Not just as a female, as as a rapper, she always makes top top, you know, ten lists. Not yeah, little kid. Yeah, I mean, to, uh, but I can't put in a, someone who I've never listened to. So, yeah. but you can you can put in someone who you think is good, but you like Method Man more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If that's what you want to hear, Danny, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just about Method Man. Huh? No, because I, I really wanted Method Man in my list. So I, I was hoping maybe he would get on yours, but he doesn't get any love today. No. If yeah. he had if we had another one, he would definitely make the list. Yeah, hundred percent. Shout out to Method Man. If you you know, we do love you and if you want to come on the podcast, we'd be happy to have yeah. you. But yeah. I actually You'll have one more. Pick, I actually you have do, one you more. Do pick. Have one more. I'm going with my producer. 
and maybe this will justify me not putting Method Man in because yeah. my producer pick is, is RZA. The, the big RZA, the RZA Rector. <laughs> and I, like, well, I think he is. There's a, there's a top three. For me, there is a definitive top three greatest producers in my books, and it's Dr. Dre, DJ Premier, and RZA. And depending on the day, you can put one ahead of the other. Like, to be honest, I would put DJ Premier as number three. And it's always RZA and Dr. Dre who are competing for the number one spot. Because RZA is the mastermind behind the entire Wu-Tang Clan. The Wu-Tang Clan is like a religion... And and meth and not meth, meth Rizza is responsible for like its entire success. Like Method Man was the star, hundred percent. Method Man was the star. Jizza was the lyricist. ODB yeah. was the wild card. You know, Inspector Deck was the MVP. He always had the best verse. Ghostface is the most consistent dude out of the group. He always makes the best albums. But Rizza connects them all together and brings the best out of every single one of them. Like he had from the start, before they were even a thing, before they were the Wu-Tang Clan, he had a dream and he had a five-year plan and he brought this group, nine rappers together to form like Voltron. And he... They did. They did. But he had these amazing ideas for each individual one of them. Like, yes, Wu-Tang, Enter the 36 Chambers came out, you know, blew up the entire hip-hop world. Like, everyone's like, what the hell is this? And Rizzo's, his beats were so grimy and dark and perfect and like nothing anyone had ever heard. And then he had the genius idea to expand and take over the entire rap game with everyone, like, Every rapper went to a different record label and just became the best rapper on that label. Like, And the way they came out, like Method Man was first because he was the star. He gets the first album. Then ODB. It was just classic after classic. Literally, Enter the 36 Chambers, classic. Then it was Method Man's Tikal, arguable classic. Then it was ODB, Return to the 36 Chambers, classic. Then it was um, Jizza, Jizza's Liquid Swords, classic. Raekwon's Only Built for Cuban Links, classic. Possibly Riz's best produced album. Like, that's his masterpiece, in my opinion. So cinematic. Then Ghostface Killer's Iron Man, classic. Then Wu-Tang Forever, classic in five years. And he produced every single one of them from front to back. You it doesn't get any better than that. Like, oh, he, he is the star of my list, I feel. Like he brings yeah. everything together. Based, based on what the way you're talking about it, Rizza is almost the most passion we've seen, other than calling out me and Matt <laughs> that we've seen all album. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like just when I start talking about him, I just can't stop. Like he, yeah, like 
thinking about it now, just just for how passionate I am in in the in this you know in the moment, he's probably number one today. Today he's my number one over Dr. Dre. He rounds out my list perfectly, and I'm so happy I got to have him. And the draft is done, baby. Yeah, that was it. Was an interesting draft. So I guess for us, the question is, which one will the uh, our listeners prefer? But in the end, let's be honest, can't be mad at any one of these lists, really. No, it maybe maybe Matt's. <laughs> but that's just Matt. Nah, but really? anyway, nah, nah. They're they're all they're all amazing rappers, and I love that you know Matt, you went out with like an odd choice with Sci High, like you just stuck to what you like, yeah, and what you know. Um, and as Danny said, he stuck to what he likes and what he knows, and I did a bit of what I like and what I know and what I think is good, yeah. Um, so I did a bit of a blend, but I think overall, it was interesting. Because we've never done this, like as in gone through together, like done this type of thing. We've had discussions, but this was actually quite fun to just go in and pick and then not have that option yourself. Yeah, yeah. But but to be honest, I pretty much got everything I wanted, except yeah. for Biggie Smalls, which you got. Yeah. So pretty, it pretty much went to plan for me. And, and um, yeah, like my top five... I was just, my, my strategy from the start, I was just going to go in order of my preferences. If I didn't get one, I'll just go to the next one. And it was, basically, I had seven that were locks, that were absolute. I needed them in my list. And I mm-hmm. got, everyone who was in it, in my top seven is who I got. And my top seven was Prodigy, Andre 3000, Biggie Smalls, Big L, Ice Cube, Method Man at six, Big Pun at seven. And everyone mm. after that was like a consolation prize if I got them. Like, mm. but I got everyone that I really wanted, basically. Yeah, the only one that I really wanted was Big L that I didn't get. Yeah, but, I, was but like, I guess it's fair because you got my Biggie, so it actually yeah, works out. Yeah, you got Biggie Smalls, out. and I got Big L. I think that's fair, yeah. actually. Yeah. So I, you know, in the end, only the steel was only used once. Yeah. Which. Is, is interesting and I have no problem with that in the end because Matt is lucky in the sense that what he loves you and I Danny tend to have ventured away from yeah but um yeah I just think I like that we did this I think we'll have to do this annually pick a new list yeah but do, do something different not just best rappers do something else I'd have to come up with yeah. some kind of cool idea yeah if you have an idea let us know we'd love to love to hear what your ideas are Thanks for listening to the show. Please like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram at the underscore slim fitty biggie committee and stay tuned for our next podcast. Bye for now.